0: Log Talk Radio
1: While the true Israelites with your host the seer of seed royal the four corners of the globe praise his righteous and powerful name hallelujah yakwa Jocla. live yakwa
2: radio worldwide international radio
1: broadcast yakwa radio is now on the air I be your host. My name, your Israel. Oh, see, Ray. Well, we're doing a series called Revealing the Number of the B-66 Competition, Edition, Take Number 95. But we got to make a little slight detour. And we wish another one of our mothers, Mother of Israel, a be of recovery out of the hospital. Be of recovery. So you see, a thief, of Let me explain something to you, see right Fixing our account. Continue to eat what other people eat. So we gotta go over all that stuff. So we another seed recovery from another DF Israel. And and one thing about it. So we gotta make a little detour and question the 69th counts 9 out, that you cannot eat according to the way the other nations eat because you are different. He gave you a specific way to eat, and the other nations got a specific way to eat. It's like the polar bear. The polar bear got a specific, specific way to eat, different from the gorilla. And the gorilla is not going to take his cub to the polar bear and tell them, train my offspring how to live. It ain't going to happen. So what we do, the reason why we are sickly people, because we don't follow what's written in the Bible about not knowing who you are. So we're going to make a detour and remind the six Morning that listen. You cannot eat the way the other nations eat. You're going to remain sickly. High blood pressure, diabetes, liver problems, um, colon problems, cancer. All these problems can remain in your body until you understand you've got to eat according to the Bible. And that's the fear of responsibility is to show you what the Bible says and bring it back to your remembrance. But it's up to you. Once we show it to you again, it's up to you to make adjustments. Because the only way you can lead by example, you got to have your mighty one, the fold letter man, up front. So he's going to give you all the tools on what to do because we don't need to be you no know, revolving doors in hospital. All we got to do is follow the, the rules of regulations, the laws of the Bible. We got it good. So what we'll do, we're going to um, do is we see um Sister Miriam came on stage. So what we we'll do we'll get something going on then. And we'll talk about it. And might have said, I dear Israel, speed recovery in the hospital. We're gonna we gonna take a little couple of detours to show you that what we gotta do is stay away from them hospitals because they use one medicine to treat all. And that's why we in a condition we're in today. One medicine does not treat all. You got it? Good. Let's just bring in Sister Miriam and we'll meet and greet her. And we'll see if we can get something going on on tape number 95 make a little detour on some things. And and we'll talk again about exactly, don't know one medicine treats all. What treats you to a, to a tribe is this Bible. So what we're going to do is show you what treats you in the Bible. And if you pay attention, take number 95 and apply it, watch what happens for you. All right, so we see Sister Miriam came. On, on stage for taking on 95,
2: that's the meeting, Green Hub, I'm saying, Sister Miriam, that B.T.L.C. right Yahweh bless you. Hallelujah, Yahweh, Bless you, serious Israel. Uh-huh. I may have said it wrong. I was looking in that roof, looking up that roof. Uh. Uh-huh. Yeah, see, we're not only looking two. up that roof.
1: We got this. Well, hold on a minute. Hold on, hold on. Not look it up, Ruth, you gotta take a pen and you know I can give yourself a note the way I'm going to show. And make myself a note. Now, you I did make a note, I just
2: to gotta to fan it.
1: it. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Make a little note. And uh mm-hmm. and don't cut and don't cut the key off. And you cut off the salt. And so until you take a deep breath and once you call you know I you know, hope things will go close. So now let's look at Ruth 2, verse 4 and see exactly what we're going to do in a let Let's go to Ruth 2, verse 4 and see exactly how we say it's going Ruth, chapter 2, verse 4. What is that, Sister
2: uh, Mary? Hallelujah, Juan. Ruth, I mean Ruth, 2, verse 4, read. Verse 4. And behold, Boaz came from Bethlehem and said unto the reapers, Yahweh be with you. And they answered him, Yahweh bless you. Mm-hmm. So that's how the two of Israel have met. So one
1: another. Now in the background, you got a um, radio station to turn it down a little bit. The so woman got that going on in the background. Turn it down a little bit and we're getting echoes and feedback. So turn that down. In the background, that's the uh, area. Turn that background down a little bit, so we hearing it. It's throwing back an echo. Mm. All right. Hallelujah. So you turn it down and sound much better. So now let's, let's see if we get something going on while you make a little slight on some things we've been talking about on take Nine Ninety Five. And as I said again. More GF Israel, speed of recovery again. And like I said, again, we're going to teach on some things that we need to know, and we got to apply it. When we teach on something, it's the, the spirit led from Yahuwah. How do we know it's spirit led from Yahweh? Let's see. Let's go to Matthew 10, 19. Let's see the spirit led from Yahuwah. Hey, Sister Mary, what it says in Matthew chapter 10, verse 19? Hallelujah. Matthew.
2: Chapter 10, verse 19, read, but when they delivered you up, take no thought how or what you shall speak, for it shall be given you in that same hour where you shall speak. Mm -hmm. Luke, chapter 12, verse
1: 12 let's get a precept.
2: you in the same hour what
1: you ought to say. Mm. But in this case, make a note of the righteous spirit in this case. The righteous spirit shall teach you what you ought to say. In this case, the Bible got double meaning, but in that case, Luke 12, 12 is talking about the righteous spirit. So when you read Luke 12, 12 the righteous spirit shall teach you and that same hour what you ought to say. Now, that's how you read Luke prayer prayer there. the Sumerian, the righteous spirit shall teach you what you ought to say. And I believe that, the Sumerian. So we're gonna open up in Daniel chapter two. And we'll look at verse 19 and we'll read you we get our point. Going to Daniel chapter two. Verse nineteen. Let's read some of this good stuff in Daniel chapter two. Always give yourself a chance to write down the scriptures. You got plenty of time. So write down the scripture first, then be able to look at the scriptures and go to it. Go on to Daniel chapter two, up verse nineteen. the Samerian. Let's see what we're working with. Daniel chapter two, verse nineteen. We're gonna read till we get our point. Come on.
2: Hallelujah. Daniel chapter two, verse nineteen. Read, then was the secret revealed unto Daniel in a night vision. Then Daniel blessed the Yahuwah
1: of heaven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, keep reading until get our point. Keep reading. So we see now that it was given to Daniel in the night vision. And once he understood this thing, it was given to him. And immediately what he done, he blessed Yahuwah for revealing it to, to him. And what happened next? Let's read a little bit more. What happened next? Keep reading verse 20. Keep reading down. Come on.
2: Daniel chapter 2, verse 20. Read. Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of Yahweh forever and ever, for wisdom and might are his. 21. Yeah, keep reading. And he changed, and he changed the times and deceives him. He removed kings and set up up kings. He giveth wisdom unto the wise and knowledge to them that know understanding. 22. He reveals the deep and secret things. He knoweth what is in the darkness and the light dwelleth with him. 23. I thank thee and praise thee O You, Yahweh, of my father, who has given me wisdom, might, and has made known unto me now what we desire of thee. For you have now made known unto us the king's matter. 24. Therefore, Daniel went in unto Ariok, when the king had ordained to destroy the wise men of Babylon, he went and said thus unto him, Destroy not the wise men of Babylon. Bring me in before the king, and I will show unto the king the interpretation. 25. Then Ariah brought in Daniel before the king in haste and said thus unto him, I have found a man of the captives captive of yah that judah that will make known unto the king's interpretation. 26, the king answered and said to Daniel, whose name was Belteshazzar, are you able to make known unto me the dream which I have seen and the interpretation thereof? 27, Daniel answered in the presence of the king and said, the secret which the king hath demanded, Cannot the wise men, the astrologers, the magician, the soothsayers show unto the king. 28. But there is a Yahuwah in heaven that reveals secrets and make it known to the king, never to neighbor, what shall be in the latter days. Thy dream and thy vision of thy head upon thy bed are these. 29.
1: Right there, excellent, excellent. So now we the wise men of this world, Sister Mary, they're not going to be able to break this Bible down. That's why the wise men of this world, all over the world, is listening to the six anointing camps of Boston and to Jewish life. They're not going to be able to break this Bible down the way he give it to, who he wants to give it to. So now, and once you understand this Bible, when you sit in the ministry, this what happens when they leave in 922. Now, once the, the righteous spirit have left your presence, according to 922, make a note of the first, Sister Mary. Write down 922, again, okay, And then let's see what exactly what happens once the righteous spirit leaves you. Let's see what you'll be working with in 922. What is that we can read in 922?
2: Daniel. Chapter 9, verse 22. And he informed me and talked with me and said, O oh Daniel, I am now come forth to give you skill and understanding.
1: Mm-hmm. So you see, so now when you're sending in a ministry, the those that can lead, leadership, when you leave, you're supposed to have skill and understanding of whatever matter it is because the righteous spirit came to the sea of Daniel to get him ready for the children of Israel. He had to first stop off and give him the Now, once you have this understanding that, Sister Miriam, let's see what did he do after that. That's um, pretty good. Let's see exactly what did he do after that. Now you get it. Let's see what it's down. You got to be able to understand. Now we're going to back up to verse 15 and read down to verse 21. In the same book of Daniel, make a note of it, Sister Mary, chapter 9, verse 15 down to 21. Let's see exactly what's going on. Daniel chapter 9, verse 15 down to verse 21. Let's see what's going on. Come on.
2: Daniel, chapter 9, verse 15, down to 21. And now, O Yahweh our Yahweh that has brought you people, thy people, forth out of the land of Egypt with a mighty hand, and has gotten thee renowned as, as at this day. We are sinned. We have done wickedly. 16, O Yahweh according to all thy righteousness. And according to all thy righteousness, I beseech thee; yet according to all thy all thy righteousness, I beseech you, beseech you, thee, let thy anger and thy fury be turned away from thy city, YHWH Jerusalem. Thy... Well, hold on,
1: hold on, hold on, that uh, Judah. So when you see the word Jerusalem, make a, make a little quick note on it. When I see the word Jerusalem, Jerusalem, it means Jesus. Um, he was already there before he got there. So I'm going to make a note of this. So now, for me to have his kids understanding, I got this red word called Jerusalem. Jerusalem You're
2: going in and out.
1: Judah. Down city, Judah. Mm. So now. So now we 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 point now. You you all, you own all something now, sister Mary. We got plenty of time. A message is gonna come out of there for here. So now we just going through the process. So that so now yeah. So now to this message is for thou City, Almighty City, Judah. Now what, what what is thou City, Judah? What is that next word today in the Good Can in you verse 16, that? Yeah, you mm-hmm. could verse 16. So thou city Judah is what? He read what it It's going to tell you the definition of thou city Judah with the next three words. It's going to tell you the definition of Judah. Go ahead. You could it. Thou Judah, Judah, go ahead.
0: Okay, what so, is
1: it? It's going to give you the definition of Dios, city Judah by reading the next three words. So where am I reading? You reading? where you left off on? You reading chapter okay. 9, verse 6? Okay. So in verse 6, Judah, what is that? Okay. Tell you what, what it means.
2: So in thy city Judah, the Holy Mount, the, the Holy mountain. Okay. Because for our sins and for the iniquities of our fathers, Judah and thy people are become a reproach to all that are about us.
1: Not good. Hold that for a minute. Let me let me expand on that. while you taking a deep breath? Take a deep breath. That's Now he says. Um, he says now, thou city, Judah. That righteous mountain. So Judah was built in a mountain. It's not where the conflict's going on right now. See that's down there. That's in the hole down there. See the city of Judah is in mountains. It's in mountain range. Matter of fact, the city was carved out of a, a high mountain. It was not. It was not carved down on a low level where you look down. at it. See the children of Israel. Judah, and Benjamin, and Dan, there uh, was a rich nation. So when they got to where they got to get to in their land, they carved out mountains and made the city that Judah, Benjamin, Levi, and Simeon. The temple was built on a high mountain. And in that high mountain, they carved out that temple. They carved out houses in there. So when you go into Judah, you got to walk up the steps. You got to walk up because the temple was built up, up, up. Now you go to the area they call, you got to go down, down, down. And that waving wall, you got to go down, down, down. So if you understand the Bible, Yahweh see Judah was carved out of a mountain, a high mountain. See? That's why we know what we need to know because we can read his Bible, but he gave it to us to pass it on to the 69th camp. Now, we found out that thou city, Judah, thou righteous mountain, mountain, not no lower level, 36 acres of granite rock. It's up, up, and away. Good. Let's read verse 17 on verse 21 there. We got plenty of time. Take a deep breath there, sister. A Miriam. And take the time and and deliver your part. Verse 17 on verse 21. Come on.
2: Hallelujah. Um verse 17. Now therefore, oh Yahweh, hear the prayer of thy servant. And his supplication, his supplication, and cause thy face to shine upon your sanctuary that is desolate for the Yahweh's sake.
1: And mm. hold that part, hold that part, up on thy temple. In this case, it's up on that sanctuary. In this case, is that temple that is desolated mm. for Yahweh's sake. The temple of desolated because we want to no devil mind. So he had a desolation. And that's the main thing we love today. We desolated in our body. Because we don't want to pay him no mind on what he told us to eat and how to think. And as long as we don't eat and way each other, he you tell us to do, we going to be desolated. We're going to be desolated in the body. And we always going to be somewhere looking for Doc cook. And his another. Because we're going be desolated in the body. by not Understanding what our guide is, which we're going to read shortly after we take care of a little more business in the next verse. 18, now to verse 21, come on.
2: Hallelujah. Daniel chapter 9, verse 18. Oh, my Yahweh, incline thine ear and hear. Open your eyes and behold, our desolation, and the city which is called by your name. For we do not present our supplications before you for our righteousness, but for thy great mercies. 19, O Yahuwah, hear, O Yahuwah, forgive, O Yahuwah, hearken, and do, defer not for thy own sake, O my Yahuwah, for thy city and thy people are called by your name. Hallelujah, And while I was speaking and praying and confessing my sin and the sin of my people, Israel, and presenting my supplication before the Yahweh, my Yahuwah, for the holy mountain of my Yahuwah, yea, while I was speaking in prayer, even the man of Gabriel, whom I had seen in the vision, at the beginning being caused to fly swiftly, touched me about the time of the evening oblation. Hold that point.
1: Hold that point. So now, we call out the person, There, Remember, we're on this international radio broadcast to edify the world. You got to call out the person. time. Oh, All I am like is three and I word holy it means right. It means right. Word holy means right. So says in verse twenty for the righteous mountain of Yaqua. The word holy means righteous. So, righteous. 20, okay. righteous, holy means righteous. Okay. And being righteous and being righteous, uh, put a marker there. Uh, cut up to like five pieces of paper, make for the model might come back and might not. But being righteous in 625, a Deuteronomy, make a note of it first. Write down Deuteronomy 625. Let's see what it means by being righteous. He said, he said, do this for your righteous mountain, O Yahuwah. Get immediately Gabriel, the angel, the man. Not men. The man. Jesus. He, he he came flying right away to the seer. As soon as he got off his off his talk his talking tongue and in cheek, Gabriel came so immediately to him and him up. Because Daniel was the man of the hour So now let's let's see about being righteous what that means in six twenty five of, of Deuteronomy. What that mean by being righteous that we can read, uh,
2: Deuteronomy six twenty five. Take a deep breath, then call your verse out and begin back to reading. Come Deuteronomy chapter six verse twenty five reads, "And it shall be our righteousness if we observe to do all these commandments before Yahweh our Yahweh as He has commanded us."
1: Yahweh. Mm-hmm. So Righteous is doing His law, statutes, and commandments. So, when a person mm-hmm. says, "Well, yeah, I, I'm righteous," what well, that mean you're doing the law, statutes, and commandments. So that's the definition of you being righteous. Well, I'm righteous, or oh, you are. So that means you're doing the law, statutes, and commandments. That when you're righteous, that means you're doing the law, statutes, and commandments. Then we can check you out by going to the 24 and verse 1 and 8. And we can check you out right away. You say, I'm right, oh, I'm right, I'm good, I'm all good, okay. Let's check you out and see, according to the Bible. Let's see if you're right in Leviticus twenty-four, verse one and eight. Let's even say Marian and twenty-four verse one and eight. Leviticus chapter twenty-four, verse one and eight.
2: Leviticus chapter 24, verse 1 and 8, read, And the Yahweh spake unto Moses, saying, verse 8, Every Sabbath he shall set it in order before the Yahweh continues before, be, continue, being taken from the children of Israel by everlasting covenant. You Is it, it? So now,
1: So now you know the definition of being righteous. That means every Sabbath you pray for your life on the Sabbath day. Now, that's a sign of being righteous. Sometimes they might say, well, I'm good. I'm I'm good. I'm all good. Oh, are you really? Now, let's check out about when they tell you, well, I'm all good. See, look at this. Let's read the Bible. Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Are you good? Oh, yeah. Let's find out the definition of calling the Bible being good. Let's go to Romans chapter 7, verse 1 now. Sister Miriam, and we'll skip down to 10, down to verse 12 and 16. We go on and find out when, when somebody tells you, Sister Miriam, Let uh, let's read a little Bible. And they say, well, I'm good, I'm good. Oh, you good, huh? Then you go in your notes and see that Romans chapter 7, verse 1, 10 down to verse 12, and verse 16, will tell us if we Bible good, you might be worldly good, but we won't know if you Bible good. Romans chapter 7, verse 1, 10 through 12, and 16. Call your verses out. Take a deep breath That's what the mirror in and come out.
2: Romans chapter 7, verse 1, 10 through 12, Down to, and then uh, skip to 16. All mm-hmm.
0: right.
2: Verse 1, and it reads, Know you not, brethren, for I speak to them that know the law. How that the law hath dominion over a man as long as he liveth." Verse 10, read, And the commandment which was ordained to life I found to be unto death. Eleven. For sin taken occasion by the commandment deceived me, and by it slew me. 12. Wherefore the law is let's just say, righteous, and the commandment righteous, and just and good. Verse 16. If then I do that which I would not, I consent unto the law that it is good. Hallelujah.
1: So now we know what good is. Let me tell you, I'm good. Mm-hmm. What means you mean? keep the law, says, and the commandments?
0: See,
1: that's the Bible good. So what What good you want in your presence, good for the world or good for the Bible? Now, when you're good, for you the Bible. See, Yahweh tell you these things in 1 John chapter. On the right side of the book. So now when you're doing good, when you're doing good according to the Bible, then guess what Yahweh saying in First John chapter 3, verse 22. Let's give you straight out of the book of Mary in First John on the right side of the book. All the way on the right side of the book. Chapter 3, verse 22. Let's see you, when you're doing good. Let's see what was response to it in First John 3, 22. Great thing.
2: Hallelujah. First John chapter three, verse twenty-two reads, "And whatsoever you we ask, we receive of him, because we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight." Hallelujah. You see that? So there it is. Mm again. So now,
1: so y'all well uh, if you if you doing good. And, and you're doing good and you're doing righteous. then why don't you ask me something then? That means you got me right. I ain't got no trouble to get you right. So that's when you, you find out exactly what's going on when you're doing good and righteousness. Y'all are changing out of the mouth of John, beloved. Now ask me something. What's on your mind, then? You mean you're doing the law, statute the commandments? Then ask me something. Mm-hmm. So that's the game changer right there. So when you're doing good and righteous. Then Yahweh said, tell you in First John 3, 22, then ask me something. Because guess what? You taking care of my business. And then when you take care of my business, let's see what he got written that we can read there. the Samarian, we go on to the book called Exodus, out of the first five books called the Heavenly Tablet. Let's find out what Yahweh said he'll do. When you know you doing what he got written. Let's see what he got written that we can read. We're going to Exodus 23, verse 24, and 25. Let's see what it says in Exodus. Write it down. Chapter 23, verse 24 and 25. What is it said that for Samaria. Hallelujah. Wow. Exodus chapter 23, verse
2: 24. And twenty five, read. Verse twenty four. You shall not bow down to their God.
1: Nor serve them. Hey. Hold on, hold on. You should not bow No You should not bow down to their false Yahweh. You should not They're bow down. Yes. Yeah. Make know that.
2: Don't bow down okay. to their
1: false Yahweh. Go ahead and read. That's right.
2: Hallelujah. I mean, you shall not bow down to their false Yahweh, nor serve them, nor do after their works, but you shall utterly overthrow them and quite break down their images. 25. And you shall serve the Yahweh, your Yahweh, and ye shall bless your bread and your water and I will take sickness away from the midst of you. Hallelujah. See that?
1: So he said, when you do right, he said he'll take sickness away from you. He can tell a sickness, hey, sickness, go on about your business, taking care of me. Mm-hmm. So Yahweh mm-hmm. is in a business. He can take sickness away from you. See, mm-hmm. well, what we got on our CD dial phones is Doc Cook's number. But Yahweh well, is telling you right now, when you got me right, he said he can take sickness <laughs> away from you. Take it away from you. Like you take candy can of a little baby, you can smack it out their hands. That's how you can do sickness, diabetes, sugar, uh, chronicle injuries in the body. He can smack it out of You can get a few inches. Bluetooth device is really true but you have to make sure you got him right. If I do these things, if you got me right. that what he just said. Let's get a precept on that. We're going to get a precept on that by going to Deuteronomy chapter seven Miriam. And we'll look at verse six and seven. And then we'll get down to nine through fifteen. We're going to Deuteronomy chapter seven. Verse six and seven. There's 9 down to verse 15. Let's see this ahead, Sister Miriam. Cut them verses out. Take a deep breath and, and keep on hammering home. You're doing a great job. Come on. Sister so Miriam. WCC- Hallelujah, mm-hmm.
2: Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 6 through 7. And then skip down to verse 9 through 15. And it reads, verse 6, For you are a righteous people unto the Yahuwah, your Yahuwah, the Yahuwah, thy Yahuwah has chosen you to be a special people unto himself above all people that are upon the face of the earth. Verse 7, the Yahuwah did not set his love upon you nor choose you, because you were more in number than any people, for you were the fewest of all people. Verse 9. Note, therefore, that Yahweh, thy Yahweh, he is Yahweh, the faithful Yahweh, which keepeth covenant and mercy and them with them that love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations. Verse 11, Ten. And repayeth them that hate him to their face, to destroy them. He will not be slack to him. That hated him, he will repay him to his face. Eleven. You shall therefore keep the commandments and the statutes and the judgments which I command you this day to do them. Verse 12. Wherefore It shall come to pass if you hearken to these judgments and keep and do them, that Yahweh, thy Yahweh, shall keep unto you the covenant and the mercy which you swear unto your fathers. 13. And he will love you and bless you and multiply you. He will also bless the fruit of thy womb and the fruit of thy land, the corn and the wine and thine oil, the increase of thine kind, and the flocks of thine sheep, thy sheep, and the land which ye swear unto your fathers to give you. Verse 14. You shall be blessed above all people. There shall not be male or female bearing among you, or among your cattle. 15. And Yahweh will take away from you all sickness and will put none of the evil diseases of Egypt which you know it, upon you, but will lay them upon all them that hate you. Oh, hallelujah, powerful. Mm-hmm. So he let you know that if you got problems, and Yahweh say he is the
1: solution man, but he give you the option to expand. If you got me right, this thing kick in. But if you carry on me and all over the place and when these things hit you, I understand because he already saying, You ain't got me right. You got me right by talking. But you gotta get me right by doing. That's what he's saying. You can't talk a good game with me. You gotta do a mm-hmm. good game with me. That's how you get a up on that. And, we, and we're going to bring Daudi Yahweh. He don't came on stage, so we're going to bring Daughter Yahweh in. We have to sit on, on the night, take 95. So we're going to preach up on that, Sister Mary. We're going to 213, a Romans, get a preach up on that. See, understand what I'm saying one thing. You are doing Yahweh's business. You got to be, I guess, a talker alone. You got to be a Romans 213.
2: What is that for Samaria in Romans 2.13? Hallelujah. Romans chapter 2, verse 13. And it reads, For not the hearers of the law are just before Yahweh, but the doers of the law shall be justified. Hallelujah. He said, you can hear You can hear hear six nights a week,
1: seven days a week. He said, that's a good thing. He said, but when are you going to become a doer of the word? Because one that's justified is one that is a doer of the word. Jim told you plainly. I take the sickness away from you. As a matter of fact, uh, you need one more preach up on that in Titus 1 verse 2. Look at Titus 1 verse 2 there. Let me show you when Yahweh tell you what he can do. And he'll tell you some good stuff here in Titus 1 verse 2. This is what he says, Sister Miriam, Titus. Chapter 1, verse 2. Let's see what you say we can read. Titus? Titus.
2: Yeah. Yes. Chapter 1, verse 2. Uh, a second. Titus, chapter 1, verse 2. <whistles> Titus, chapter 1, verse 2. Wait a second. I'm right here Overlooking me, okay. Um, uh, I know I'm up here, right? Right on me. Okay. Chapter one, verse two. Let me know to write down first. Okay. Chapter one, verse two. I wrote it
1: down. Okay, you got to be able to find
2: this entire. Okay, it's got to be All right out of Genesis. Nope. I usually able to Oh, here You're it right.
0: go. I You're got right. it.
2: Okay. One, Titus chapter one, verse two. In hope of eternal life, which Yahweh that cannot lie promised before the world began. so,
1: so he not lying. What he got written? What he got written in the scripture? He lets you know if you are about his business, what he gonna do. But if you can on his business, you let you know what he ain't gonna do. Cause one day you might need this man. Family, he got the thing real good he said I can take things away from me and that's why we fans make a little detour on his lesson because mother de Israel is back in the hospital again Let hmm. you know This you got to keep your father first don't let wow. the family memberscraated continue to offset you about Keeping Yahweh's rules and regulations. When you cannot be just a hearer of the word. You must be a doer of His word. So, seeing the cover from Mother dear of Israel in hospital and she listens to the lesson as we speak. See the color praise. you. Remember one thing: we got to lead by example in His word, and we just not can be only a hearer of His word. We must be a Jewel of Israel. Then Yahweh, one thing he ain't gonna break is his word. So in that case, we'll bring Dawdy Yahweh in. And when you meet daughter Yahweh, the loud voice, you say,
2: daughter Yahweh, Yahweh be to that sea royale. Yahweh bless you, sir, Israel sea Roy. Hallelujah.
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right, Dawdy that Yahweh is in the healing business. In the book of Hebrews, the book of the Israelites, the book of Hebrews, 6.18, can you help the national audience out what he, he told Paul? Paul was invited to that great big temple of the southern kingdom. And Paul said this right here, echoing 2.13 of the book of Romans. So Paul said that great big temple in the southern kingdom in 6.18. What do you
2: say you to walk, come on. The ben the book of the book of Hebrews, chapter six, verse thirteen. No, and 18. it reads it Okay. Chapter, okay. okay. The book of Hebrews, chapter six, verse eighteen. And it reads that by two immutable things in which it was impossible for Y H W H Yaqwah to lie, we might have a strong consolation who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope set before us.
1: Mm-hmm. So he says to men, you are not lying what he's saying. So he's telling you, if you reflect this Bible, he's going to kick in. If you reflect the Bible, he said, I'm not lying. He said, but kind of life, if you reflect the Bible, not only is he here or doing the work, I'm going to kick in. I say I can take sickness away from you. You ain't got to worry about Doc Cook. If I can take it, you got me right. I can take sickness away from you. And we've read twice in the Bible so far that he put the children of Israel above all nations. So when you run to the hospital, remember, the, the hospital is going to give you the same medicine that you want to give up. And that's why you understand something. you not you different from them because Yahweh has made you above all nations. And when you get to the hospital, They're going to give you the same thing they give the other same person. Any other nation coming to the hospital, the same medicine they give them, they're going to give you. See? And this is where you're going to go wrong there, Not knowing your position, they're going to have like a, they call that thing called a university, one keep it all, like the Roman Catholic Church is is a one keep it all. Look, you got to understand something. You're You are special people. You are above all people. That means what you eat is totally different from the other nations eat. And as long as your diet reflects back what they eat, you're going to remain in the hospital. You're going to remain with diabetes, cancer, sugar, all type of high blood pressure because you're not eating the diet that Yahweh gave you. So we're going to make a detour and take care of if you do what Yahuwah tell you to do, then watch the resort. Let's go to uh, Yahuwah, Let's look at the ninth chapter, one, two, and three. Now Yahuwah, he was coming to a place. He was coming to a place, We can read in Matthew chapter nine. Let's see what's going on, Darryl Yahuwah, nine, one, two, and three. What's going on we can read? Matthew nine, one, two, three, come on.
2: The book of Matthew chapter nine. Verses 1, 2, and 3. Verse 1 reads, And he entered into a ship and passed over, and came into his own city. Verse 2, And, behold, they brought to him a man sick of palsy, lying on a bed. And YHWH, the son of YHWH, the father, seeing their face, said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, be of good cheer. Thy sins be forgiven thee. Verse mm. 3. And, behold, certain of the scribes said within themselves, this man blasphemed You see that? But, but
1: they didn't say it out of their mouth. They said, see, y'all, I read your mind. He already knew your mind. He said something. He said certain Pharisees he heard them say, in their mind. You know how you be thinking about something in your mind it don't come out of your mind. My mouth. But Yahweh can reach his own mind. Don't come you know, back. Everything. That's the you know, right. Everything. That's the part we make it. See, so Yahweh sees where you think he do see that. That's the part we make it. So he you know when you're doing what you're supposed to do with him because you got past those fear. But you supposed to get past those fear. But he already got that covered. See? He said, listen, here's a man. Now, you know what pauses is. is that's a, a sickness to have you falling all around on
3: yourself,
1: stumbling, bumbling around. But y'all say, that's a sin because that is put on you because you ain't doing what you're supposed to do. He said, your sin is forgiven, man. And you stumbling all around, couldn't stay on it, couldn't keep it balance up. So now you know what pauses is. It's a sin. See, so when you catch somebody coming all around and can't on they bounce, that's sin from the on you. See how you're learning something? On the way of learning something. See, you get your right. We read earlier, early. He can take sickness away from you. That's our hero. And that's, that's the man you want to be with you in your hour or need. So he won't tell you to what you got to do. So, so in that case, daughter Yahweh, we want to go back and look at um a king. We're to go back and look at a king. Oh. And second Kings chapter 22. We're going to look at second Kings chapter 22 there. Daughter And we'll look at verse 2. And we we'll get down to nine through eleven. Let's see what's going on in Second Kings chapter two, verse twenty-two. Verse no. Second Kings twenty-two, verse two, nine through eleven. Let's just say it. Second Kings twenty two. Verse two. Get down to nine through eleven. Daughter Yawa, come on. Hold on. Second Kings chapter
2: twenty-two. Verses, say that again. 2, then skip down to 9 through 11. 22, to 9 through 11. Okay. 2 Kings chapter 22. Okay, 2 Kings chapter 22, verses 2 and 9 through 11. 2 Kings chapter 2 read. Chapter 22, verse 2 reads. And he did that which was right in the sight of the YHWH Yahweh, and walked in all the ways of David his father and turned not aside to the right hand or to the left. Verse 9 through 11. Verse 9. And Shaphan the scribe said to the king and brought the king word again and said, Thy servant have gathered the money that was found in the house and have delivered it. Into the hand of them that do the work, that have the oversight of the temple of the YHWH. Verse ten. And Shaphan the scribe showed the king, saying, Hilkiah the priest have delivered me a book. And Shaphan read it before the king. Verse eleven. And it came to pass, when the king had heard the words of the book of the law, the law. That he rent his clothes.
1: You read in verse two, this king do right. So the king meant well. So you got a lot of people mean well, but you got to understand something. When you mean well, you got to understand something. You can mean well, or uh, he, he meant well, but understand something when you mean when you mean when you meant to be well. But you gotta be very careful. Let's see, let's find out let's get a precept on that, dog. Throw so your to Mark chapter four. We're gonna look at a, a parable. We're gonna read a little bit till we get our point. We're going to Mark chapter four and get a parable on something. See, you got a lot of people in the six and They mean well. But understand one thing about meaning well. Matter in fact, hold that point. Now call that one coming. In the book of Matthew 22. Now make it 22. Put a mark in that, Put a mark in that for a minute. Um, okay. Then let me look at what it says in 22. See, you can be mean and well. R means well. Okay, good. That's really nice. You mean well. But when you mean well, understand something that is going to happen And Luke 22. Take a look at verse 28 down to verse 32. Let's see what it says in Luke chapter 22, verse 28 to 32. Daughter Yahweh, what did it say? Come on. Luke chapter 22, verse 28 down to verse 32. Daughter Yahweh come on. What's on the mic, WCC?
2: Luke chapter 22. Luke chapter 22, verses 28 to 32. Verse 28 reads, You are they which have continued with me in my temptation. Verse 29. And I appointed unto you a kingdom as my father have appointed unto me. Verse 30. That you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom, and sit on thrones judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Verse thirty-one. And YHWH said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan have desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat. Verse thirty-two. But I have prayed for you that thy faith fail not. And when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren.
1: Yeah. So you so you see, he said now, Simon, Simon, you know, uh, you are rose up to be the chief figure of the nation of Israel. And guess what? When you when you get in that arena, guess who in that arena waiting on you? Satan the dead. He said mm-hmm. but he's all he have to do is, is inform you what to do. I can't do no more, and show you what this book saying. So we can show you what this book saying, but after you apply it at the time appointed, Say, you gotta apply the time uh, because remember, the closer you come to Yahua, here they come, and who's gonna be coming. Those go on the left side, they gonna come to distract you, and that's how Satan he works through your clothing one, tree. After all, gonna come to distract you from Yahuwah's business. He said, I pray you stand tall now, uh, Chief Speaker of Nation of Israel. Now here's what your parable, and he said, now once you get kill your feet now, just don't take it and put it up on the bed. Go help somebody else out. That's why we call it broadcast, not to help ourselves, but to hear ourselves talk. No, we come here for the on Order camp to get them a pad to help somebody else. That's how you're going to really receive your blessings, when you help somebody else. So here we use a parable of daughter Yahweh. He use a parable in Mark chapter 4, verse 13 down to verse 20. Let's see if we have this. Let's see if we hear some of this good stuff in Mark chapter 4, verse 13 down to verse 20. What is that, daughter Yahweh? Come on. Okay. Mark chapter 4, verse 13 to 20. Mark
2: chapter 4, verse 13 reads, And he said unto them, Know ye not this parable? And how then will you know all parables? Verse 14, The sower soweth the word. Verse 15, And these are they by the wayside, where the word is sown. But when they have heard, Satan cometh immediately and take away the word that was sown in their minds. Verse 16, and these are they likewise which are sown on stony ground, who, when they have heard the word, immediately receive it with gladness. Verse 17, and have no root in themselves, and so endure but for a time. Afterward, when affliction or persecution arises for the word's sake, immediately they are offended. Verse 18, these are they which are sown among thorns, such as hear the word. Verse 19, and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches and the lust of other things entering in, choke the word, and it becometh unfruitful. Verse 20, and these are they which are sown on good ground, such as hear the word, and receive it, and bring forth fruit. Psalm fold, Psalm 60, and Psalm 100.
1: Mm-hmm. That, 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 that's talking and talking, and talking, and talking something talking So you got to watch every Bible page of the book. Sometimes when you hear the word, but something, something don't fit with you, you go through a transformation. You say, you know, and it tells you exactly what to look for, you know, something here, ooh, that's I, I love that. But you got to hear all that good stuff. Then somebody going to come immediately me behind you, that's from the outside, on the left side, maybe from the close, close to you, and snatch it right out your head. Oh, that ain't right. But you me, I read out the Bible. Well, that ain't right anyway. How do you know it ain't right? That's say speaking to your loved So that's, that's why you got to be very careful where your company lies at. Because your company... If they're not within, they're without. And if that's the case, look what Yahuwah says in Mark chapter 4, 9 through 11, that daughter Yahuwah. See, that's how, that's how the Middle Spirit operates. In that very same hour, he'll give you the precept or whatever it is to take. So now watch what happens that we can read in Mark chapter 4, verse 9 through 11. What it say that daughter Yahuwah?
2: Mark chapter 4. Verse 9 through 11, read, verse 9, And he said unto them, He that have ears to hear, let him hear. Verse 10, And when he was alone, they that were about him with the twelve asked of him the parable. Verse 11, And he said unto them, Unto you it is given to know the mystery of the kingdom of YHWH the Father, but unto them that are without, all these things are done in
1: parable. Yeah. So you see, when you try to talk to somebody that's without, they're not, not his shoulders into the six and ninth and you try to explain the word to them, and they look at you astonished, and you wonder why they can't catch on. You tell you why? Because they're without. Yeah. You, you without, you're not going to understand this. See, this morning can't point you understand this thing. Because you heard the word. You received the word. And when you take it back to your loved ones and they look at you son And you be wanting to know why you're a son. You got your answer now. Right? Because if you're not bottomed shoulders, you're not gonna be able to keep up in Israel. Right That's simple as that. Now, I'm gonna get a precept in 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 12 and 13. There you go the a precept. 1 Corinthians 5, 12 and 13. Let's see what it says, daughter Yahweh. Here go your precepts. So sometimes you sit around with your loved ones. They ain't coming to class and you try to show up some special. Then you get frustrated. You just get frustrated. Yahweh re- not going to let them receive the word of Yahweh until they do the same thing you do. So I'm told with anointed leadership that Yahweh that word set on them. Now we get a precept in 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 12 and 13. What is it our daughter Yahweh? 1
2: Corinthians chapter 5, verse 12 and 13. Verse 12 reads, For what have I to do to judge them also that are without? Do not you judge them that are within? Verse 13. But them that are without the Y-H-W-H, Yachwa, judges; Therefore, put away from among yourself that wicked person.
1: So, Dr. Yachwa, regardless of what the person is, first one to you, but according to Paul was raised from the womb, he said, those that's without, what kind of person are they according to the Bible? Wicked. That was the Bible saying, you see that? He said, Oh no, not mom. Not ain't not ain't not ain't willing me. Yeah. See, you got to know that. Yeah. Second Corinthians fourteen. Second Corinthians six, fourteen through eighteen. And sister Miriam have me, um I gotta read that second king again, twenty two verse two, nine through eleven. Have that waiting on me, sister uh, Miriam. So now we got to get a, a precept on that. See, that's how the Bible operates. So when you, when you see the, the precepts going, that's how you get on the stand. He'll give it to you. You can't cliche Luke 12, 12. Because the, the Spirit will tell you, hey, what you Luke 12 talking about? you all over the place. It don't work like that. 6, 14, down to verse 18. 2 Corinthians 6, 14, down to verse 18. So it's a, Oh, yeah. well, 2 right. Corinthians chapter 6, verse
2: 14 through eight, through 18. Verse 14 reads, Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship have righteousness with unrighteousness? In what communion have light with darkness? Verse 15, In what concord have Yahweh Y-H-W-H, with Belial? Or what part have he that believeth with an infidel? Verse 16, in what agreement have the temple of the YHWH Yahweh with idols? For you are the temple of the living YHWH Yahweh, as YHWH Yahweh have said. I will deliver, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be there YHWH Yahweh, and they shall be my people. Verse seventeen, therefore, you? come out from among them and be ye separate from from thee from them. Be ye separate, said the YHWH Yaqua, and touch not the unclean thing and I will receive you. Verse eighteen and will be a father unto you, and you shall be my sons and daughters. Said the YHWH Yaqua Almighty. That? So, so he so he, he, he It's up
1: helping you? It's up to you. He said, listen, you got to come up among them. And they without you got to cut them alone. Then Y'all say, now if you do so, then I will receive you. I'm not going to receive you until you follow with the rules and regulations. So he got rules and regulations to everything. You want Y'all to receive you? Then listen and follow the instruction was written in the Bible. He said, those that without, he said, let me take care of them. Don't you try to take care of nobody without letting me handle that. I take care of that. That's my responsibility if they without. You show them the word, and they come in, you continue with them. If they remain out, you cut them alone. Now, you line up with some Yahweh. Then Yahweh I tell you, then I'm going to receive you as sons uh, and daughters. When you cut them loose. If you'll be trying to wrestle with somebody without, and then have will run your blood pressure up, they're going to you all frustrated uh, and mad because they don't understand. That's why I have closed the mind. He's not going to let them understand until they Bob shoulders in the sixth anointed challenge. And he'll let that period rest on them, and Come then they way receive you. it back you this So you got that? Good. So now, daughter, sister Miriam. Now I want to go back and read this verse again because this king he met well, sister Miriam. In Second Kings chapter twenty-two, he met well. I'm going to three verse two. Let me show you that he met well. Twenty-two verse two, sister Miriam. Come on.
2: Second
1: Kings,
2: chapter twenty-two.
1: Yeah, verse two.
2: Yeah, excuse me, I have to step my for a second, but I'm back. Okay, Second Kings chapter um, chapter 22 and verse 2. And verse 2, chapter 2 and verse 22. Read, I mean, chapter 22, verse 2. 2 Kings, verse 2. And he did that which was right in the sight of the Yahuwah and walked in all the way of Dawit, David his father, and turn not aside to the right hand or to the left. Hmm. So this
1: king, he meant well. You got a lot of people mean well. They mean well. huh? But you got to recognize when they mean well, Satan always way you. Get down to verse 7 to 11. Verse 7. Second Kings chapter 22 verse
2: 7 through 11 Read. How be it? There was no reckoning made with them of the money that was delivered unto their hands, because they dealt faithfully. Eight. And Hikayah, the high priest, said unto Shaphan, the scribe, I have found the book of the law in the house of Yahuwah. And Hikayah gave the book to Shaphan, and he read it. Verse 9. And Shephel, the scribe, came to the king and brought the king word again and said, Thy servants have gathered the money that was found in the temple and have delivered it unto the hand of them that do the work, that have the oversight of the house of Yahweh. That was verse 9. Verse 10. And Shephel, the scribe, showed the king, saying, Jekiah, the priest had delivered me a book and Satan read it before the king verse eleven and it came to pass when the king had read the words of the book of the law that he rent his clothes Hallelujah. i i want i wonder i want wonder, I wonder why. He
1: rent his clothes. I wonder why he did that. a piece up that uh, um, Sister Mary in the Why did, once he heard this book read to him, why did he rent his clothes? St. John 3 verse Can you
2: help me out, uh, Sister Marion? What is it says, St. John's 3 verse Uh, could you repeat that? Oh, my goodness.
1: Wow. Right, John, chapter oh, 3, shit. verse 8.
2: Mm-hmm. Verse what?
1: Verse 10.
2: Okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: 3, verse 10. Th- He's th- talking about Jesus Christ. He's talking Chapter 3, verse 10. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, uh St. John, chapter 3, verse 10, reads, Son Yahweh answered and said unto him, Are you a master of Israel, and nor not these things? He said, Yahweh the son said to the big dignitaries,
1: You are a leader in Israel, and you don't know anything? So the reason he ripped his clothes, because when that book came to him, he found out that everything he was doing and was not was not all the way right. You gotta be all the way right with Yahuwah. So when they read his book to him, he read his garment. Because he was frustrated. He said, You leaders, you elders and priests why y'all didn't tell me anything? That's why he got so upset. <laughs> That's why he was upset. That's why he tore when it when he heard the book of the law. Because in 1 Peter 4, 17-19, I'll show you why he tore his garments. 1 Peter chapter 4, 17-19. Let's see why he tore his garments up. Let me tell you something. A lot of people around the world will throw a can of their garments up too. Once they find
2: out what we get ready to find out and take the. Plan and Let's see what's going on. First Peter four, seventeen through nineteen, what is it says. Hallelujah, First Peter chapter four, verse seventeen through nineteen. Read yes. For the time has come that judgment must begin at the temple of Yahweh, And if it first begins at us, what shall the end be of them that obey not the gospel of Yahuwah? 18. And if the righteous scarcely be saved, where shall the unrighteously and the sinner appear? Verse 19. Wherefore, let them that suffer according to the will of Yahweh commit the keeping of their souls to to him, in well-doing, as unto a faithful creator. Hallelujah.
1: wow. Yeah, that gospel was the law. was the book of the law. So once they read to him the book of the law, the Samarian, he rent his garment. Because he knows by him, and what the Bible is actually saying, the first one Yahweh is going to hit in the mountain is him. He said, the first one get get the whooping is me. You mean you big dignitary, y'all ain't you didn't tell me that I was doing it halfway right. I gotta do it all the way right. So the reason he rent right. is garlic and said, You mean y'all is the leaders of the temple and you're not teaching me right? That's why you upset. But you ain't teaching me right you everything contrary to the Bible, good, and you got me all over the place. That's why he so his gun. Because he knows rest in and out, Proverbs 836 kick in, and you'll make a move quick. He said he, what they read to him, the book of the law, they read to him Proverbs 836. What it says, Proverbs 836.
2: Proverbs.
1: Chapter 8.
2: You said verse 36? Yeah, what it say? Proverbs chapter 8. Verse 36. Read. Hallelujah. He that sinneth against me wrongeth his own soul. All they that hate me
1: love death. So you see, so he found out that if he don't make a change, he loved them. I Mm -hmm. I didn't know it was in this book. And you big dignitaries never told me what that's in the book. He said, Mm -hmm. maybe you mean well or not, but if you got to get this thing right, because Joshua, he's killed from the top, and he worked his way down. That's why the king tore his gun. Let's get a precept in Romans chapter 6 verse 23. Yeah, Sister Miriam. See, see when you sin against Yahuwah, listen to what he's saying in Romans. Now, Paul pulled that verse and
2: 623 says what? Hallelujah. And it reads, Romans chapter 6 verse 23. For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of Yahweh is eternal life through that son, Yahuwah. Oh, the, Yahuwah, price you're gonna pay,
1: Yahuwah. the price you're going to pay is death. So when you hear mm-hmm. the truth of a madam and you continue down, well, it's my loved one, this, this, it's that. He said, now the price is on the table is death. Now, now the price is on the table of death. Now give me a precept in 9 St. John 9, 41 Now listen good, it says 9, 41 you six to count. St. John nine forty one. What did it
2: say? Hallelujah Why? hallelujah Why? St. John Chapter 9 Verse 41 St. John
1: Chapter,
2: chapter 9 Verse forty one and it reads Son of Yahuwah said unto them, If you were blind, you should have no sin. But now you say we see, therefore your sin remaineth. Hallelujah. For yeah. well, the click mm-hmm. no one
1: know what this man saying, saying, mm-hmm. No, never mind, guess what? That's when the clock starts kicking. Mm You know it takes takes to please him But you pay no never mind That's when your clock So it So now he Mm -hmm. ripped his garments Because they read in him To him the book of the law Now daughter of Yahuwah Let's read Let's read something That was read to him in the book of the law By going to Leviticus chapter 11 verse 1-2 and skip down to 7, down to verse 12, 43, down to verse 47. we go on to Leviticus chapter 11, verse 1 and 2. Skip down to 7, down to verse 12, and 43 down to verse 47. Let's see what was going on that they were reading to him out of the book of the law. Leviticus chapter 11, verse 1 and 2. Skip down to verse 7, down to verse 12. 43 down to verse
2: 47. Go to come on. Okay, you want to. Leviticus chapter 11, verses 1, 2, 7 through 12, 43, and 43 through 47. Okay, Leviticus chapter 11, verse 1 reads, And the YHWH Yahuwah spake unto Moses and to Aaron, saying unto them, verse 2, Speak unto the children of Speak unto the children of Israel, saying, These are the beasts which you shall eat among all the beasts that are on the earth. Verse 7 through 12 reads, And the swine, though he divided the hoof and be cloven-footed, yet he chewed not the cud. He is unclean to you. Verse 8, Shall you not eat in their carcass? Shall you not touch They are unclean to you Verse 9 These Shall you eat of all that are in the waters, Whatsoever have fins And scales In the waters In the seas And in the rivers Them shall you eat Verse 10 And all that have not Fins And scales in the sea and in the rivers of all that move in the water, any living thing which is in the water, they shall be an abomination unto you. Verse 11, they shall be given, they shall be even an abomination unto you. You shall not eat their flesh, but you shall have their carcasses in abomination verse 12 whatsoever have no fin nor scales into the water that shall be an abomination unto you verses 43 through 47 verse 43 reads you shall not make yourselves abominable with any creeping thing that creepeth Neither shall you make yourselves unclean with them, that you shall be defiled thereby. Verse 44, For I am the YHWH Yahweh, your YHWH Yahweh. You shall therefore sanctify yourselves, and you shall be righteous. For I am righteous. Neither shall you defile yourselves with any manner of A creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Verse 45. For I am the YHWH Yahweh that bringeth you up out of the land of Mizraim to be your YHWH Yahweh. You shall therefore be right, for I am righteous. Verse 46. This is the law of the beast and of the fowl, and of every living creature that moveth in the water, and of every creature that creepeth upon the earth. Verse 47, to make a difference be- between the unclean and the clean, and between the beast that may be eaten and the beast that may not be eaten.
1: Mm-hmm. So you have to know you got to make a difference of what you put in your mouth. Yeah, we like yeah. say, oh, every, every beast is good. Yeah, it is good. Every, every beast got a purpose, but not to be put in your mouth. Yeah, it got a purpose, Mister Preacher. Yeah, everything got a purpose, but not to put in your mouth. You got to know what to put in your mouth. For the children of Israel, you can't eat what the world eats. Because when you put that in your mouth, it caused you to have high blood pressure, sugar, diabetes, cancer, all type of disease because you is going along with day flow. As long as your preacher pray over you didn't eat it. But according to what he just said, no, not your children of Israel. You can't eat anything. You got to eat what I tell you to eat. You get a precept on that dog. Deuteronomy fourteen verse two down to verse ten. We get a precept on that. Remember, when you precept your Bible and you got the of women, that's it. They gonna bring that's the end up. They gonna bring it back to Moses' attention again. Now Moses is get ready, get ready to lay Moses down. So he gonna bring it back to Moses. attention, go back to the leadership and tell them again, Moses, and Deuteronomy fourteen two down to verse ten. What he say that dog? What why? What he say?
2: Deuteronomy chapter fourteen. Verse 2 through 10 Verse 2 reads For thou art a righteous people Unto the YHWH Thy YHWH Yahweh, And the YHWH Yahweh have chosen you to be a peculiar People unto himself Above all the nations that are Upon the earth Verse 3
1: Hold that point, Hold that point. So you say he, he, he made you a peculiar People but do you really Back up to Deuteronomy seven verse six and see what word supposed to go there beside cuz the period can be weird. They might kick it as weird. So what you do, you precept that word daughter to seven verse six of Deuteronomy. See what word supposed to go there. Deuteronomy seven verse six was saying what?
2: Deuteronomy chapter seven, verse six, read. For thou art righteous people unto thee, Y-H-W-H-Yakwa, thy Y-H-W-H-Yakwa. The Y-H-W-H-Yakwa, thy Y-H-W-H-Yakwa, have chosen you to be a special people unto himself, Ex- above all people.
1: That Ex- word peculiar means special. So he has chosen you to be a special people. And your position is above all the people. So if you're above all the people, what do the law says about that? Go to Numbers 15, 15, and 16, and 29, of Yahweh. Let's see what's what the responsibility of being above all the people. What is your responsibility out of the heavenly tablets in Numbers 15, 15, and 16, and 29? What is that, of Yahweh?
2: Numbers chapter 15, verse 15, 16, and 29. Numbers chapter 15, verse 15 reads, One ordinance shall be both for you of the congregation, and also for the stranger that sojourneth with you, an ordinance forever in your generation. As you are, so shall the strangers be before the YHWH Yahweh. Verse 16, one law in one manner shall be for you and for the stranger that sojourneth with you. Verse 29, you shall have one law for him that sinneth through ignorance, both for him that is born among the children of Israel and for the stranger that sojourneth among them.
1: You say, now, if you're in there because you're not paying attention, he say, but he's the children of Israel, you got to leave. You can't follow. See, you can't follow. See, see, we know when you're following, because when you start eating what they eat, that means you follow. That means you got to stand over your head by following. See? You got to follow what he got ready. But you, but you, um, turn this thing off, 29, 16, up, daughter. I uh, just, well, what do happen, daughter, in twenty nine sixteen, 16? That kind of fits. Like, see, understand one thing. When you say Luke 12, 12, what you saying, you tell it, the righteous spirit, you take over this life, You lead it the way you want it. So you need a small seal boss in your learning case. See, that sounds pretty good. But tie in twenty nine sixteen 16 of Isaiah. Now, what does it say? 29, 15 of Isaiah. What does that say, daughter?
2: Y'all yeah, block. Isaiah. Chapter 29, verse 15, read. Woe unto 16. Isaiah chapter 29, verse 16, read. Surely your turning of things upside down shall be as as the potter's clay. For shall the work say of him that made it, he made me not? Or shall the thing framed say of him that framed it? He had no understanding.
1: He said, "This time kind of upside down. Look what are we doing now. We following their dietary. We ain't following our dietary. We ain't following whatever. That's why you got some things on the table. And now we gonna find out. See, Now look what we're doing now. Look at us today. Look in the mirror. Do we eat what the Bible tells us, or do we eat what they eat? have put on the table? Do they do they need it?" And that's when you taught your parents, your parents, parents, parents. Good. See, and then we wonder why we get up out here and having so many problems in the body because you are not following what he gave you, you follow what they show you on that television, huh? They show you stuff, but they never, they never had you to read. What we get ready to read, y'all. We're going Daniel chapter one, verse five, six. 8 through 16. And listen to this. Now, Daniel was in captivity. He was in captivity, daughter of Yahweh. Let's see what's going on in captivity And Daniel chapter 1, verse 5 and 6. let get down to 8 through 16. Daughter of Yahweh, what does it say here?
2: Come on. Daniel chapter 1, verse 5 and 6 and 8 and 16.
1: 8, straight down to 16. 8, it so straight on down. All the way down to sixteen. Let's learn something, daughter,
2: on the way of learning something. Daniel chapter one, verse five and six, and get down to eight straight down to verse sixteen, come on. Okay. Daniel chapter one, verse five, six, and eight through sixteen. Daniel chapter one, verse five. Read. And the king appointed them a daily provision of the king's meat and of the wine which he drank. So nourishing them three years, that at the end thereof they might stand before the king. Verse 6, now among these were of the children of Yahdab Judah, Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Verse 8 through 16 reads, but Daniel's purpose proposed in his mind that he would not defile himself with a portion of the king's meat nor with the wine which he drank. Therefore, he requested of the prince of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. Verse 9, now YHWH Yahuwah had brought Daniel into favor with tender love with the prince of the eunuch. Verse 10, and the prince of the eunuchs said unto Daniel, I fear mine, Yahuwah the king, who have appointed your meat and your drink. For why should he see your faces, worshipping, likening than the children which are of your sort? Then shall you make me endanger my head to the king? Verse 11. Then said Daniel to Melzar, whom the prince of the eunuchs has set over Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Verse 12. Prove thy servant ten days, and let them give us toast to eat, vegetables, and water to drink. Verse 13. Then let our countenance be looked upon before thee, and the countenance of the children that eat of the portion of the king's meat. And as thou seest, deal with thy servant. Verse 14, so he consented to them in this matter and proved them ten days. Verse 15, and at the end of ten days, their countenance appeared fairer and fatter in flesh than all the children which did eat the portion of the king's meat. Verse 16, thus Melzar took away the portion of their meat and the wine that they should drink. And gave them
1: vegetables. Hey, yeah. You see that? So you see, the king's meat is what you see today is chicken, cow, and hog. That is the yeah. king's meat. Chicken, cow, and hog. That's the king's meat. Dairy product. That's the king's meat. Hot. Sugar. That's the king's meat. So long as you're doing the king's meat, you will always have diabetes, sugar diabetes. You will always have all type of problems in your body. You will remain in a hospital. You are always have trouble until you put down the king's meat. Now, what you do about the king's meat, he said, listen, let me let me, and my three elders eat vegetables, fruit and vegetables, for ten days. And let the, the other Israelites in captivity continue to eat the king's meat, chicken, eat their cow, and eat their hogs. And in ten days, look at them and look at us. It's okay I tell you what I'm doing, Jane. You alright with me? You you about to, say to my i I g I'm gonna give you that check. You going to do what you gotta do. You to eat your soups and vegetables for ten days. And we to, and the other eat their chicken. And I got chicken sacks on every cone. Or you gotta you got hog uh chops on every cone. And you got the pig you got the cow on even if it's center court center court. Of cut steak, big fat cut steak, instead of cow. Chicken, cow, and whole is the king's meat. And dairy products, all that stockings, macaroni and cheese, spaghetti, that's the king's meat. And that dairy product, drinking milk, that's the king's meat. He says, let us do go to the tree and go to the ground for ten days and look it up. And he said, Okay, I said, okay, okay, I do that. I see. After you see what the king's meat do to you and what spray water do for you. Because when you're drinking your spraying water, if you got liver problems, if you got uh, a other thing in your body, you know, you got to have a donor for uh what's that, what's that thing called a uh, donor? Something else in your body. I can't think of it right now. But they call it in your body. They always need it. They need a, what, Walter Tate need it need, uh what do you need a, uh, tell me out, daughter. What do you need? What? Hey, daughter, yeah. well, what do you need?
2: Liver. What, well, who need?
1: No, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't, uh, it wasn't I can't think of right now. It was stuck in my mind right now. So yeah, Walter was was saying you. no, yeah, what mm-hmm. was saying he was he was, was needing a a kidney, a kidney. Thank you that daughter. A kidney. See, mm-hmm. listen to me. What causes kidney failure by being dehydrated by you not drinking enough water. Your kidney's supposed to rest in water. When you forget to drink you at least a half a gallon of water, when you well to a whole gallon, if you got to put a pot next to your bed, your kidney's must in water. It's like when you take a pot and you forget about the pot on the stove and your body. What do you, do? you don't throw the pot away you take it and drop it off in some water. See, about a couple of days, I come back and I get this it off. Same thing about the kidneys. Your kidneys function in water. If you, if you dehydrate it and your kidney's not getting no water, it's going to cause you to have problems in your body. It going to bring all this high blood pressure, diabetes, cancer because you're not feeding your liver, your, that um, word I say again, what? what kidney. I said again? No. Your kidney. kidney. Your kidneys. Your kidneys. Your kidneys got to soak in water. Now, once you soak your kidneys in water, you give giving your kidneys a chance. Now, you got to don't do no dairy product, and you got to leave the king's with. Your kidneys feed on the king's meat, chicken, cow, and raw. That makes your kidneys work against you. You want your kidneys to work for you? He said, try me for 10 days and watch. Now, once you understand that thing, now suppose you're sick, you're in the hospital, you got, it. the doctor going to you, take, oh, your kidneys are so bad. But you have going to have them, what's that thing, they do they, so you come in a, in the hospital, they put, what they call that thing in your uh, daughter. Soon you get they, they they hook, they put, uh what they call the daughter, Tell me out. So you come it's in, IV. The, the IV. IV. Yeah, So you come in, soon you come in and put IV in you. So you know what? So they know you're dehydrated. They already know that. They, they already know you're dehydrated. The first thing they do is hook you up and and put that IV in you. And all they do doing is putting water in you for your kidneys. 'Cause you you dried up, you've been drinking coffee, pop, uh, all types of alcohol, you know, so you that's gonna cause your problem, your kidneys is down. And they put the IV in you, and then it, all they all they're doing is pumpkin water into your kidney. And that's what we tell you, especially when you you know, your blood's gonna fit you when you don't have no water. It's gonna keep you with high blood pressure when you're not drinking at least a half a gallon of water to a gallon of water per a day. It always, and then when you eat the king's meat, you always going to be in the hospital. you always going to be sick. And Doc Cook will going to continue to give you a prescription with some white peels in there. He'll never tell you that you are different from us. You can't eat what we eat. As long as you eat what we eat, I'm always going to keep my pockets back. But see, that's why when the king heard that he ripped his clothes. Because you tell the leadership, why do not you tell me this? And you go find out a little later on that leadership is to inform you about these things. It's not inform you now. To, to remove the, the sickness in your body, this is what you've got to do you can read. You gotta limit the king's meat for ten days. Get to get a start. Don't eat no chicken, don't eat no cow, and don't eat no hog for ten days. Then you'll start seeing your body start saying, hey, then what you gotta do? In that position, you must sit down in a chair. And you gotta exercise. Got off the five minutes. Sit in the chair. Raise your arm up. Put your arm out. Turn your arm. That nuke is down. Turn your arm. Then while you're there, take your hands, take it in, take it out. Take it in, take it out. Then while you sit in the chair, kick your legs out. Kick your legs out. Start with five minutes. Then rest up, do five more minutes. You must build up to an hour and as long as you're drinking that water, you're lubricating your blood. Your blood won't be so thick. See, as long as your blood thick, it's just like a glass of water. Take, it. Take a glass of water and just sit it out and come back to it. And sit there. What you going to see in there? Germs, bacteria, and virus going to be in that water. The water look different. Why? Because there's no movement in the water. So you got to have movement in your body you got to have movement in your body. When we show you what to put in your body, you must sit down five minutes a day, exercise, do something for five minutes, rest up and do five minutes again. Then build, build, build on that until you're doing something in chair for one hour. You ain't got to wait till they send a nurse in or uh, what they call them, what they call them, daughter in the hospital, the therapist to come by what they call what's the man they call? Them? The the who? The one that worked your body over while you lay in the bed. Ah, uh, the physical therapy? Physical therapy. Now you got him now you got him driving a long car around the corner and you wait on a physical therapy. What you doing? i wait on a physical therapy coming to come and work me out. You wait on a physical therapy to work you out. Get up in that chair. And start doing you five minutes of exercise and moving your body around, kicking your legs out, drinking that water, that spring water. Why you wait on your therapy to come? You started pouring money there; that money going into, into the free will office box or something. You wait on your therapy to come, move your legs. Move your legs. Get in that chair and move your legs yourself. Raise your arm up take your arm out, turn them around, kick your legs out, get your blood to move it, drink that spring water, and leave the king's meal home for 10 days. Now, once you do it for 10 days, you'll see a difference. Then, then you'll say, oh, see, then what's next? Then the seer's going to tell you what's next. Now, after you've done your 10 days, we are going to tell you what you got to be doing now. Now, darling, uh, let's go to... um. Genesis chapter 1, verse 29 through 31. Let's see what you do next. Now, you you're done your 10 days in. Let's see the Bible say you start doing that. We're going to Genesis chapter 1, 29 through 31. Let's say that, Yahuwah. Genesis
2: chapter 1, verse 29 through 31. Verse 29 reads, and YHWH Yahuwah said, Behold, I have given you every herb bearing seed, which is upon the face of all the earth And every tree In which is the fruit Of a tree yielding seed To you it shall be for meat. Verse 30 And to every beast of the earth And to every fowl of the air And to everything that creepeth upon the earth Wherein there is life. I have given every green earth for me, and it was so. Verse 31, and the YHWH saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And the evening and the morning was the sixth day.
1: So he saw everything he had made was good. See, when you do your research, you'll find out about a lot of things that he did not make. It was cross-breeding. But we can't get off of that t- in this time. You find a lot of things that was, that was empty. It was not in the creation. cross breeded and came with the chicken and the cow. Once you do your research, you find the chicken and the cow is a cross-breeded animal. But you got to do your research. That's why you got to be in the right ministry. He said everything he made was good. But this Mr. Scientist, man, he like to go in and cross-breed animals and come up with the chicken and the cow. But that's another lesson. You got to search back and understand that chicken and the cow was not in the creation. It was made by a man. cross three, But that's another lesson. When you do your research, you go... You take that smartphone and find out where the chicken came from. Matter of fact, the Yahweh just just for the time being, is any way you ask your phone where that chicken or that cow came from? Just for just for the national audience, because one one daughter of Yahweh looked at "Can you ask those piece of telephone, say, where did the cow came from and where did the chicken come from?" For the national, audience, just for their sake, for they hear. Mm-hmm. How long? We got you gotta
2: it. pull it up. You gotta type that stuff in. Okay.
1: Let's see what what the chicken came from and what a cow came from. Let's see if the big uh crazy. Let's see what Mr. Man, this man that called East on his five song got something to do with. It. Let's find out about the chicken and the cow. What you got there, daughter?
2: I'm trying to look and see
1: now. Well, I'll tell you what. While you're looking to see that, tell me when you got this, the hallelujah. Wow. Uh, okay. Mary, uh let's go to Ezekiel 47 and look at verse 9 and 12. Look at to Ezekiel 47, verse 9 and 12. What does it say in verse 9 and 12?
2: Oh, I'm here, I'm here. Um, I had to, um, okay, so could you call out the verse again?
1: 47, verse 9 and twelve. Pay attention now, Sister Miriam. Got over 900,000. They all hear. See, he uh, the World Council Sunday, say, listen, we uh, want to, to read. We'll read a little bit. They think This is a big business. It's going to help people get our blessings. She the said, you know, he, she 47, verse 9 and 12. We say? So Ezekiel, Ezekiel
2: 47, 47, forty-seven, verse nine and twelve. Verse nine and twelve. Ezekiel forty-seven, verse nine, Ezekiel forty-seven, verse nine and twelve. Okay, Ezekiel forty-seven, verse nine and twelve. I had to step out for a second, but I'm back. Uh, Ezekiel chapter 47, verse 9 reads, And it shall come to pass that everything that liveth, which moveth whithersoever the river shall come, shall live. And there shall be a very great multitude of fish, because these waters shall come this year. For they shall be healed, and everything shall live. Brother, the river cometh. 10. And it shall come to pass that the fish shall stand. Hello? Hello? Hold, on, hold, on, hold, on. hold
1: on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Verse 9 and 12. Oh, okay, and 12,
2: okay. And verse 12, 12 of it. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Verse 12. Ezekiel chapter 47, verse 12. And by the river, upon the bank thereof, on this side and on that side, shall grow all trees for meat, oh, yeah. whose leaves shall not fade. Neither shall the fruit thereof be consumed. It shall bring forth new fruit according to this month, because their waters, their issue out of the temple, and the fruit thereof shall be for meat there. Yeah and the leaf thereof for
1: medicine. Hallelujah. Yahuwah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. on, so you know, what Doc Cook got up in his pharmacy is not for your medicine. The leaf of that fruit is for your medicine. So yeah. the, the leaves of that tree is for your medicine. Now, now, you got to find out what got to go with what. Oh, let we show you that. But your meat is coming from the trees, So mm-hmm. when you eat certain things from the from the tree, that right there is what you need. Because mm-hmm. then you told John was in captivity. He was in prison. John, just put this in the book. Ain't too many going to read this for here, but the six and accounts of verse those two Israelites. And 22 verse 2 says what? What it say in Revelation twenty two verse two? To find out what is for end time for for what people be doing right now. Right now, John was writing for our days. So they knew this for for our days to understand this in twenty two verse two. What it said? Revelation twenty two verse
2: two. Two. 22 verse 2. That was real powerful. 22 verse 2 of Revelation says, in the midst of the street, of it and on either side of the river was there the tree of life, which bear twelve manner of fruit and yielding her fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree were for the healing
1: of the nations, so it's not of what heals our body. The twelve tribes of Israel is the leaves of the tree. That what heals our body, not what doctors have put together and gave you a bunch of white people to all of your dress. That don't work for you. It works for them. When you take that, it puts one thing to sleep and starts else up in your body. What heals you is understand that the leaves of the tree is for medicine. The leaves of the tree, basically all the fruits, you make a tonic out of it and you make a tea out of it. That is what works your body. So now once you detox yourself, Thirty days. I tell those that got it year to year, If you can do this ninety days, you got a brand new body. On. And you can go ninety days, but ten days is fine to start. But if you can do one one month, if you want to go for the weight, you want to help somebody get the body for one month. You got to eat. A whole month they got to exercise five minutes to get themselves up they got to eat the first food that was given to man was fig that was given to Adam and the second was given to man was great. was given to man was apple the fourth was given to man was to cleanse it all out to get your water milk. This is the four things that if you do these four things for your body, 30 days, 30 days, and drink that spring water for 30 days, you mm-hmm. chokes away the problems in your body, in your lower water. You gotta go 30 days. The first 30 days. What to eat for the first 30 days? Listen to me. Read. They eat, they eat green grapes, green seeds, green apples, Then you chase it all down with walnut milk. Now, once you eat the walnut milk, you see that big old back on that walnut milk, the white pop you throw away in the garbage? No. You don't throw that away. You cut that down and put it in your blender. And that juice from that white part and that hard back mm-hmm. makes it mm-hmm. purifies the lower part of your body. I think you go out there buying Jack Daniel, get ready. That'll take care of your lower part of your body It'll make it tingle out. You get right. They teach you. So, so, so it's so a all of them so, Cut it down and put it in your blender and put that juice in it. And when you're ready to give with your love one. Hope y'all have a nice drink of that. What you do for me That would teach something for the lower part of your body, which is the white right part and the big back on the wall of You're going to throw it away, don't you? You're throwing away the healing part of the lower part of your body. You put that in the blender. Always. Big watermelon, you want, to, you want to get down to the white part and cut it up and put it in your blender. And when you drink mm-hmm. that, it helps the lower part of your body. Rejuvenate, rejuvenate. Got mm-hmm. it? 30 days. Now, the fear is telling you, 90 days. If you do this for 90 days, you, Lord, you're going to be, your body will be rechanged over. All the problems you got in your body, you have to be top yourself. I do one more time. What's that WCZ? You yeah, did one more time? Okay. One more time. The number one thing you do is give an atom the seed. One. Um, one, grace is number two. Green grace. With the seed in it now. Green. Number three. was green apple. Number three, let me say green. And number four, chasing down of the wild milk. If you do that, all get you detoxing your whole body, You run, then you drink your spring water. Number, get in your chair and exercise. Do five minutes of your arms in the air, your arms out. Turn them, turn them, turn them. Kick your legs out. Start with five minutes. Don't wait on the therapy to do jack for you. Get in that seat and do it yourself. Be in the five minutes. And do five minutes a second time until you're able to sit in your chair for one hour and stay busy for one hour. Then kicking your legs out, move your arm up. Do something in that chair, rest up, drink the water for one hour a minute. Guess what? All the disease in your body will be fleshed out. After ninety days, go back to the old get old dark cook. What around the out. This medicine works. Tell me, yeah, it works. You know, you're dressing with you a whole box of peels and boxes that you take. You went back to the body. And I told you, green herbs is for the healing of your body. But come out of that what heals your body. So that's why the king ripped his clothes, and he found out he wasn't even eating right. He found out a whole lot of things he wasn't doing right, and then he made his change. Ninety days from the day, you got a new body. If you stick to the program, but remember, don't nothing work unless, hey, y'all, tell y'all, in 1612, can you have to see it on the old on in 16 verse 12 of Wisdom of Solomon? I'm waiting on you to hallelujah. Why you found out uh, where that cow and that chicken came from? I but can't find it. Time, okay, that's all right. So, right, we'll get it again another time. So now, in 16 verse 12, okay, we got all the information. Let's see what it says in Wisdom of Solomon 16 verse
2: 12.
1: i got to get my book. Mm-hmm.
2: 16, verse 12. What is that, daughter? Okay. Give me a second. I got to
1: get my book. Mm-hmm. 16, verse 12. Let's see what it's said that we can read, yeah, daughter, and y'all. 16, verse 12. So we understand that we can help ourselves by leaving the king's needle on and exercising with. And, and we don't need no new kidney. All we to take the one we got and, and fill it up full of water, a gallon of water a day. Even if you put a pot next to your bed. Because your kidney got to be full of water, spring water. Huh? Then you ain't got no kidney problem. We're from Psalm 16 verse 12. What is that, dog?
2: Wisdom of Solomon chapter sixteen verse twelve reads For it was neither earth nor modifying plaster that restored that restored them to health, but thy word O Y H W H which healeth all things. You see that?
1: You see what You The word. You cannot you gotta keep you gotta be what Yahweh told you in one but not read again. In first John one, uh first John, first John three, twenty two, he said, If you keep my law, and statutes, and commandments, ask me something. You might say, I wanna be here. He what well, you keep, if you keep my law, and statutes and commandments. You might run the mouth out and say, Yeah, yeah, I'm doing it. But then y'all fuck got a game changer there, daughter. You got a game changer. Let's go see what he says in Second Chronicles sixteen verse nine. You might say, Yeah, I'm keeping your law,
2: statute, and of your mouth says. Well, look at
1: here.
2: In second Chronicles sixteen, verse nine, does it say, though? You say second chronicles, chapter sixteen, verse nine. Yeah, really? Second Chronicles, chapter sixteen, verse nine, and it reads, For the eyes of the Y H W H Yahua run to and fro throughout the whole earth. To show himself strong in the behalf of them whose mind is perfect towards him. Herein so, thou hast done foolishly. Therefore, from henceforth thou shalt have
1: wars. So you can't tell y'all quite anything. You say, "Yeah, I'm keeping your law that the commandment heal me." But his eyes said, "His eyes must to his folk keep himself strong." Because in uh, Habakkuk 1:13 think y'all are looking at you if you ain't doing right what is that daughter y'all are a let's see if y'all paying you any mind if you're not doing what he tell you to let's see what he says in 113.
2: Mm-hmm. a chapter 1 verse 13 read thou are a purer eye than than to behold evil and can not look on iniquity wherefore Lookest thou upon them that deal treacherously, and holdest thy tongue, when the wicked devours a man that is more righteous than he. You see
1: that? So y'all watch that. He ain't saying you do never mind. but he got them eyes keeping at you. Do you think he can do wicked, and you can be low down, backed by the murmurs complaining? He ain't saying you do never mind. He said his eyes can't watch none of that. but so he got somebody else watching it. I'm going to tell you how strong his eyes is in Surah 23, verse 19. Y'all said, look, you told Osea. Correct, get down and tell Osea. I'm going to tell you something about my eyes. That my eyes in 23, verse 19. What did it say? 23, verse 19. Surah. 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 Surah chapter 23, verse 19. And it
2: reads, such a man only fears the eyes of men, and nor not the eye of the YHWH Yahweh are ten thousand times brighter than the sun. Beholding all the ways, beholding all the ways of men, and considering the most secret part. So he see all the secret. He
1: see all. You know, you talk that tonight. Y'all yeah, got past those You So what? We can't get past the eyes of Y'all what? Yeah, y'all, the eyes of Y'all what look looking red? you looking at every time you backbite, murmur, complain, and everything else. The eyes look looking red. And, and how fast do they move, y'all, in, in Ezekiel 1.14? Let's, pass, let's see how fast they remove move to report on you. Why wow, Y'all, the father, Y'all, the son, sit back, you know, probably, you know, drinking, spraying water or whatever. They do it they want Let's see how fast the, the angels, the Yahweh, when we talk that snack. 1.14 of Ezekiel.
2: Ezekiel. Oh, Ezekiel, chapter 1, verse 14 reads, And the living creatures ran and returned as the appearance of a flash of lightning.
1: Is that like you have seen lightning hit? That's how fast they go from the court on you and red back down here watching you lie. That's how that's how fast they operate. But he said the eyes of Yahweh run to and fro. How many? Zechariah four verse ten. How many eyes of Yahweh? Daughter of Yahweh is running to and fro to report on you. Let's show you how you got this thing covered. Zechariah four ten. Daughter of Yahweh, come on. Okay, Zechariah
2: yeah, real quick.
1: Zechariah
2: 4, verse 10. Well, it's going to have done in Yahweh. Zechariah chapter 4, verse 10, and it reads, For who have despised the day of small things? For they shall rejoice and shall feed the plummet in the hand of Zerubbabel with those seven. They are the eyes of the YHWH Yahweh, which run to and fro through the whole earth.
1: Hey, hey daughter Yahweh, how many eyes run to and fro? How many run to and fro throughout the whole earth to make sure he's strong and on your case? How many? Seven. Talk that neck. He got seven angels looking ready. If one lean your direction, he got six more. So that's how you got this thing covered. And when you about Yahweh's business, the seven angels say, "Hey, we about they about Yahweh's business. They the first one in, last one to leave. Why not? They should get a blessing. He said, why not? They doing what I They not? They doing what what they're supposed to do? The angels say, Yeah.
2: Then yeah, what's taking so long to give
1: them a blessing? Then? A blessing on them. That's why I we know business. It's a sickness. Sickness. It's a sickness. Y'all can heal sickness. But you got to stop sinning against him. You want to be in them hospitals no more? Stop sinning against him. That's what a man's saying. You want to stop thumbing all around when you're walking? Stop sinning against him. He can demand sickness to break out running. He got the kind of power. He... The reason you got high blood pressure, the diabetes, uh, falling all over the place, because you're sinning against the man. And the angels, now you know, it, still feeling the they still sinning against me. They're backbiting, murmuring, complaining. They're still doing all this good stuff against themselves. But now let's go to Luke chapter 15, verse 7 and 10. Let's see what the way up the angels be saying to Yahweh. Luke! Chapter 15, Dalai Yahuwah, verse 7 and verse 10. What does it say? Dollar Yahuwah.
2: Luke, chapter 15, verse 17. Dalai Yahuwah. What's
1: Dalai, Luke Dalai Yahuwah? Chapter 15, Luke, chapter 15,
2: verse 7 through 10. That was and 10. Seven. Okay, okay and Luke, 10. chapter 15, verse 7 and 10 reads. Verse 7, I say unto you, that likewise, joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repenteth, more than over ninety and nine just persons which need no repentance. Verse 10, Verse 10, likewise, I say unto you, there is joy in the presence of the ministering spirit of the YHWH Yahweh over one sinner that repented. You see
1: that? Things are get to happen when one sinner repents. One sinner. Repent. When you find out you come through this body you got to repent. Let's go to uh, Acts 3.19. you got a timeline on this thing, let Let's read about this timeline. Acts 3.19. Acts chapter 3, verse 19 reads,
2: Repent, ye therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the YHWH Yahweh. Can you repent? When
1: you find out you're contrary to this Bible, and that's what I mean, the king. The king thought he, he thought the the ones that were hit were keeping the temple side was all right. Found they was just, they was just all over the place. That's why he told his garment, because he knows when you got to fly, that beat now, he's going to start on him first. Because if he didn't know, he's supposed to know. Start from the top. The other side, that's why the Siv, got to make sure he's doing his thing right. Because the first one here is the seal. The next one here is the elder. The next one here is the teachers. The next one here is the Bible, the Mothers, and the Children. So one thing about it, the bible' is going to tell you what the Bible says. Cause I don't, I don't want all that stuff that that this man got written in his Bible against me. So you gonna get this word uncut. It's up to you to take heed to it. Because Yahweh said in First Kings six twelve, He says, "What? What did He saying six twelve? See, I understand one thing. You might say anything you want to say, but Yahweh said this right here about His powerful ministry here in First Kings."
2: chapter 6 verse 12. What that daughter Yahweh? First Kings chapter 6 verse 12 and it reads concerning this okay concerning this temple which thou art in building.
1: Oh, hold on hold on make it 2 Kings uh, Make it
2: 2 Kings. 2 Kings chapter 6 verse 12. I mean, Okay, Second Kings, chapter six, verse twelve. And one of his servants said, None, my Yahua, O king, but Elisha, the seer that is in Israel, tell the king of Israel
1: the words that thou speakest in thy
2: bedchamber.
1: You think you can get home and close the door and turn the lights off and jack bite, murmur, complain? No, they look around and they do it in your bedroom. He looking at you. Rest you, rest you, rest in your bedroom. You, like, I'm a bump in the back, biting, murmuring, and complain. and talk that talk. Huh? No? the angels sitting there looking at you. No, ain't nobody, um, uh, ain't nobody stopping your plan but that man of Yahweh because of the angels they peep right down at you and they read you to the theater. let them know they all uh, it's talking tonight. If they know what you, what you say and what you do. In your bed chamber, when you laying there in the arms on that pillow, or smoking that uh, that bow weed and talking that smack, they looking red right at you. Huh? They looking it. Right. Laying there uh, in the smoking them bow weeds, they looking red right at you. Huh? And they write it down. You know that? You thought you would check the door and turn the light off, did you? And raise the window so you could smoke that bow weed out the window. Huh? you ask you on that too. They make a note of. This man got the same color. If you serve the Yaqwah, you you're gonna do this by. You will have to your left, to your right. You're gonna do the by. Okay? So keep that in your mind. Now um the mirror is so we understand that thing from now So what we do what do we do? So what we do behind that? Two thirty seven down to thirty nine. Samaria what well, we do it at Acts chapter 2 verse 37 and 39 so now we now we complex what do we do that's how the Bible tells you well we got news get there the right ministry and when you complex it's what the Bible tell you to Samaria we're going to all I want is 37 and 38 that's all I want Acts chapter 2 verse 37 and 38 let's see what we do to Miriam. come on Acts chapter
2: 2, verse 37 and verse 38. Mm-hmm. Acts, chapter, Acts chapter 2, verse 37 and, and 38 Read. Now when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? 38. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Son Yahuwah. Son Yahuwah for the remission of sin. And you shall receive
1: the gift of the righteous spirit. Mm-hmm. You said it was pricking their mind, man. your mind. but their mind. Now there was a compass. They they don't know what we do You gotta repent. You gotta repent. Now give me a precept in five fourteen of, of Saint John about the repent. Now what does repent mean? Saint John five fourteen. What it mean, Sister uh,
2: Mary? Saint John five fourteen. What it mean? Repent. Hallelujah. Why? Saint John, chapter five, verse fourteen. And it reads, after son Yahweh findeth him in the temple and said unto him, Behold, you are made whole. Sin no more, lest a worse thing come unto you. Oh, yep. The
1: man said, if he found that temple, he said, now look here. Yahuwah, what is it? look at him eyeball to eyeball. Let me tell you something. Sin no more. Do the worst thing on you. Once you know what this man tell you to know, do, and you you had no never mind, and understand mm-hmm. what's going on in Luke one verse seventy. Do you know what's going on in Luke one verse seventy? What's going on Luke one seventy? Oh, sister Miriam. What's going on in Luke, 1, 70, uh, on in Luke, Luke chapter one verse seven?
2: Luke chapter one verse seven.
1: 7, 0, 1, 7, 0.
2: Luke chapter 1, verse 7. Hallelujah. As he spake by the mouth of his righteous seers,
1: which have been since the world began. Hallelujah. So, so you see how he speaks? So that's how Yahweh speaks by his wife is here since the world began. Right. So that's how speaks. Now give me Amos 3, verse 7. Give me a precept on Amos 3, verse 7. That
2: we say in 3, verse... That's right. Hallelujah. Amos, chapter 3, verse 7, reads, Hallelujah. Surely, the Yahweh, Yahweh, will do nothing but he reveals his secrets and to his servants to the, pluck the seers.
1: So if he got something to say, he's going to say it to the seer first. He's going to send his anger down to find the seer. That's how it operates. And when, when the seer gets his hand on it, it's going to find the hill. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. So that's how it works. Mm-hmm. So that's the order of things. Oh, yeah. But if you don't believe it, look what he got written in Matthew chapter 12. Verse 31, 32, 36, 37. Let me show what he got written behind it. What you just got through here how he, and how he operates. Suppose you don't have, suppose you don't believe. what he got written in Matthew chapter 12, verse 31, 32, 36, 37. And don't uh, yahweh. Well, I uh, want you to give me Acts chapter two and three. Had that waiting on me, daughter? Yahweh, one through five. Had that waiting on me? Now, but you can me read that, sister Mirren.
2: Matthew chapter twelve, verse thirty-one to thirty-two. Skip down to verse thirty-six to thirty-seven. Hallelujah! Mm-hmm. And thirty-one of Matthew's chapter twelve. Read. Wherefore I say unto you, all men of sin and blasphemy shall be forgiven unto men, but the blasphemy against the righteous spirit shall not shall not be forgiven unto men. Thirty two, and whosoever speaketh a word against the son of man, it shall be forgiven him, but Whosoever speaketh against the righteous spirit, it shall not be forgiven him, neither in this world, neither in the world to come. Verse 36. But I say unto you, that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. 37. For by the word, thy word, by your word, you shall be justified. And by your word, you shall be condemned. Hallelujah. So you see, you see
1: what he's saying? You know, you know, you're watch yourself. And, and then they said, man, they said, uh, what can, what, what what, what, do we do behind this thing? We didn't know this thing. That's why the king rented clothes. Because he, he know he meant well, but he knows the the preachers told the elders in that time they wasn't qualified. And when they found the book and once he read the book, he ripped his garments off because he said everything we doing is wrong.
0: Hmm. And mm-hmm. I thought
1: we were doing right. So a lot of times we think we doing right when we doing wrong. Like for example, we think it's right to be going to the assembly of a, they call it the church, on the Sunday. That's the wrong day. That is wrong. You got people, they want you, right? And that's why they're going to rip their garments and they find out Sunday is the wrong day. And they find out that um when, it, and then the preacher tell you, as long as you pray over, you can eat it. You're find out that that's wrong. And you're going to find out that you've been paying your preacher, Todd, we will offer and donation. He ain't told nothing. See, then, you, then you'll be mad at him because, you know, your parents and everybody else have uh, been listening to that preacher, and that preacher man, he thought he meant well. That's why this broadcast is very important. I'm saying that some of these preachers got to make a change. Sunday, it's the wrong day. Lord God and Jesus is the wrong name. His name only cares for letters. As a matter of fact, it makes it so plain. And, and remember, if the angel say it's the way it is, and you blast things against what the angels say, you ain't got nothing coming in this world, this world will come. You we'll get a case in point that daughter, Yahuwah. In Psalm, um, in Psalm 116, 13, let's see what it says. Hey, daughter, Yahuwah, what it say in Psalm 116, verse 13? Now, here's an angel coming down to David. Let's see what he says. What you say? What well, was no, that first again? 115, verse 13. Oh, from. Psalm. Psalm 416. Like, yeah, 115, verse 13. Now, here here's an angel coming down to David. Remember, he said if you blaspheme against the angel, you ain't got nothing coming in this world to come. Here's an angel down day to David telling something in 116, verse 13, what he says. Psalms chapter one hundred and sixteen verse thirteen.
2: I will take the cup of salvation and call upon the name of YHWH Yahweh. Hey, how many letters is
1: that? Four letters. Y H W H. That's the name for salvation. That was the angels telling David. The name for salvation is the four letters. Y H W H. Now, a chief speaker of the nation of Israel, and Acts four twelve was the chief speaker. He pulled that verse and look what he says in Acts four twelve. Daughter Yahweh, what did he say?
2: Acts, the book of Acts, chapter four, verse twelve, and it reads: Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Now, got good grandmothers, parents, and
1: all that. But mother, grandma, it ain't the one name gonna get you saved. And the one name is not Lord God of Jesus, of Allah, of Buddha. The only name gonna get you in the kingdom to be saved is the four others. Y-H-W-A. That's it. Now where did they pull that from? Let's go to... Let's go to... Exodus 3, daughter of Yahweh, verse 15 and 16. Let's see where that comes from. Where did that come from? It came from the heavenly tablets called the first five
2: books. Exodus chapter 3, verse 15 and 16. What is does that daughter Yahuwah? Yahweh? Exodus, Exodus chapter 3, verse 15 and 16, and it reads, verse 15. And Y-H-W-H, Yahweh said moreover unto Moses, Thus shall you say unto the children of Israel, the YHWH Yahweh of your fathers, the YHWH Yahweh of Abraham, the YHWH Yahweh of Isaac, and the YHWH Yahweh of Israel, have sent me unto you. This is my name forever, and this is my memorial unto all generations. Verse 16, go and gather the elders of Israel together and say unto them, The yhwh Yahweh, Y-H-W-H-Yachua of your father, the yhwh Yahweh of Abraham, of Isaac, and of Israel, appeared unto me, saying, I have surely
1: visited you
2: and seen that which is done to you in Mizraim.
1: Moses got it to let him know, he said, you get over there and tell them all that the name that's going to get you where you need to go and that name is forever, it's the four letters. That's it. Then remember, when Sister Miriam read Amos 3 verse 7, he would do nothing but reveal his secret to his servants of hell. So in 4-2 verse 8 of Isaiah, what did he tell Isaiah to put in writing that we can read darling Yahweh? What did he tell Isaiah to put in writing, just
2: put it right in the middle of the book, and just leave it there? 42, verse 8, what do you I, say? Isaiah, chapter 42, verse 8. I am the YHWH Yahweh. That is my name. In my glory will I not give to another, neither my praise to graven images. What
1: but you call me anything other than the four, a lot of, you're just wasting your time. And you call me Yah, you call me Yahweh, Elohim, you're just wasting your time. Lord, God, Jesus, you're just wasting your time. And I only got one blessed day, we're going to leave. And this is two verses, one, two, and three of all what Yahweh, the only blessed day he got in the Bible. Let's see Sunday, first day of the week.
2: Like Genesis 2, Genesis 2, and 3 dogs. What you got written Genesis chapter 2 Verse 1, 2, and 3 reads Thus the heavens And the earth were finished And all the hosts of them Verse 2 And on the seventh day YHWH Yahuwah Ended his work which he made, Which he had made and he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had made. And Y-H-W-H, Joshua, the son, blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because that in it he had rested from all his work
1: which the Y-H-W-H created and made.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So he rested upon one day, no, according yeah, well, to verse 3. What day rested on and blessed according to verse 3?
2: The seventh
1: day. Okay, good. Let's please up there and see what that day means to us today. What does that day mean in the 16th chapter, verse 20, 26? What does that mean according to us today? What day do the Sabbath day, the seventh day? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You put no names on it. Paganist world put the names on them. That's the day from He called it 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. And number 7, is the last day. I don't know what he told Moses about that in the 16th chapter, verse 26. What do he say? Uh, Exodus. <laughs>
2: Exodus, chapter 16, verse 26. Exodus 16, 26, and it reads,
1: Hold up hold on, hold on, hold, on, hold, on, hold on, Make a little meal out of it Make a little meal out of it, let's bag up Make it just a little meal out of it Pick this up around by verse number 17 Let's make a little meal out of it, dog Let's find what he got going on Pick up verse 17
2: 42, I mean, yeah, Exodus chapter 16 Which one you say? pick it up at?
1: I'll think of verse 17. Let's, let's make a little meal out of it. gonna make a little meal out of it.
2: Think of verse 17. Exodus chapter 16, verse 17 reads, And the children of Israel did so and gathered, some more and some less. Verse 18. And when they did meet, it went an omer. He that gathered much had nothing over And he that gathered gathered little had no lack. They gathered every man according to his eating. Verse 19. And Moses said, let no man leave of it till the morning. Verse 20. Notwithstanding, they hearkened not unto Moses, but some of them left of it until the morning. And it bred worms and stank. And Moses was wroth with them. Verse 21, and they gathered it every morning, every man according to his eating. And when the S-U-N waxed hot, it melted. 22, and it came to pass that on the sixth day, they gathered twice as much bread, two two omers for one man. And all the rulers of the congregation came and told Moses.
1: Oh, that's one. Oh, that's one. So this sixth day, this sixth day did this, that's the day. And what come out of the sixth day again according to Genesis 2, two verse 3?
2: The seventh day. The seventh day.
1: The seventh day. Okay. So the, they start doing something on the sixth day.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Where it? Verse 23.
2: Exodus chapter 16, verse 23. And he said unto them, This is that which the YHWH Yahweh has said: Tomorrow is the rest of the righteous Sabbath. Unto the YHWH Yahweh. Bake that which you will bake today. And feed that which you will see. And that which remaineth over, lay up for you to be kept until the morning.
1: All right. I so, oh, in verse twenty-three, it tells us the righteous Sabbath, the righteous Sabbath, is coming right after what day? The according
0: sixth to what we to the
1: after the, the sixth, sixth day, day, seventh day is called the what again? According to twenty-three,
2: the righteous Sabbath.
1: Oh. So the Sabbath day is right after the 6th day. So that 6th day and the next day is the righteous Sabbath day. Oh, so we're learning something about when is the Sabbath day. The Sabbath day comes right after the 6th day. That's the Sabbath day. So where the 6th day is, the next day, Sabbath day. Is that what we're going to
2: Yeah, that's what we're reading
1: What is in verse 24 now?
2: Exodus chapter 16 Verse 24 reads And they laid it up until the morning As Moses bathed And it did not sink Neither was there any worms therein Verse 25 And Moses said Eat that today For today is a Sabbath Unto the YHWH Today you shall not Find it in the field.
1: Mm, oh, that's so the Sabbath day is right after the what day?
2: The sixth day.
1: Uh-huh. Verse 26. Six days you shall gather it.
2: But on the seventh day, which is the Sabbath, in it there shall be none.
1: Oh. So the Sabbath day the seven days, the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, is the what day? Is the Sabbath. And the Sabbath day comes a day after, after the, the what day? The
2: oh, sixth day. So after,
1: after the sixth day, then we know that's the Sabbath day. So whenever the sixth day is, once that ends, we know that is the Sabbath And Is that we're yeah, that's what we read. And what he, and what did he say to them in twenty eight? This is Yahweh speaking to Moses. For Moses is new man. What, what
2: did he say in twenty eight? Exodus chapter sixteen, verse twenty eight. And the YHWH said unto Moses, How long refuse you to keep my commandments, my and my laws?
1: Did he ask Moses? Is Moses how long? long? Right after the sixth day, it is the righteous day called the Sabbath day. how Moses? Then he's gonna look Moses again and tell him something else in
2: verse twenty-nine. Let's see what he's telling me in verse twenty-nine. Verse twenty-nine. See, for that Yahweh have given you the Sabbath. Therefore, he giveth you on the sixth day the bread of two days. Abide ye every man in his place. Let no man go out of his place on the seventh day.
1: Ah! Oh, so he said, I'm gonna give you two days to get, get prepared for the seventh day. Two days and stay in your place, cause this time it wasn't no temple, so you had nowhere to go until time progressed on. So it got to be a whole lot of anointing. So time takes now. Six days, and now you you got to walk, man. <laughs> And when you watch the thing for six days, once the days is over, it's a Sabbath day. So you're supposed to accumulate enough stuff for two days. Now let's find out how did he deal with this thing, daughter. So we're going to see what he got written on how he dealing with this thing in Deuteronomy chapter 16. We're gonna do on let see how you deal with this. And, not, let's copy stop in the Leviticus first. We're gonna see how so how we supposed to go about these seven days. Let's see what the Bible tells us how we go by. And Leviticus twenty three. We're gonna pick up and see how well, how the Bible tells us to go about this day. And Leviticus twenty three, we're gonna look at verse number twenty three. Mm, let's see how we look at this day We're going to look at the biggest twenty-three, first number What I need Let's see what I want 23 I want I want 29 right 23 29 no, What I want Let me see what I want And The biggest 23 that, uh, Let me get, let me get a little piece If somebody wants out of Leviticus, let me see what I want out of Leviticus. So you keep talking until you find what you're looking for. Otherwise, there'll be no dead state. And the network might might be coming through saying, I don't get nothing. Nobody ain't talking that. Now you got to keep talking until you find what you're looking for. So Leviticus 23 there, dog. Leviticus 23, let's stick with verse 32. Let's find out exactly what he's saying you let Let's
2: read verse twenty-three just just to make. Read verse one and twenty-three. Just to make it sound good. Leviticus chapter twenty-three, verse one and twenty-three. Verse one reads, "And the spake unto Moses, saying." Verse twenty-three. And Y H W H spake unto Moses, saying,
1: Oh, so y'all doing this talking, huh? Where are you saying verse thirty-two. Mm-hmm. So Moses is listening. Let's see what he got written
2: in verse thirty-two. Leviticus twenty-three thirty-two. It shall be unto you a sabbath of rest, and you shall afflict your souls in the ninth day of the month at evening. From evening unto evening shall you celebrate your sabbath.
1: Oh. So the Sabbath day is what time again?
2: From evening to evening.
1: From evening to evening. That's how you celebrate your Sabbath. So when you're doing, what are you doing on the sixth day? When you see the evening come on the sixth day, are you do is look out your window. Then you know that's the beginning of the Sabbath day because you keep that from the Sabbath day until the evening come again. So all you got to do is look out your window. And so while you're doing something on the sixth day, you get everything together. You try to get everything together, you hustle, real good. And when the sun sets on the sixth day is the beginning of what day daughter?
2: The Sabbath.
1: And you keep the Sabbath day according to the last two lines, how long?
2: From evening until evening.
1: From evening until evening. So when the sixth day kick in, you do all your running around. And when you see the sun set, that is the beginning of the Sabbath day.
2: And
1: you keep
2: it from eating and even. And who said that in verse twenty three? To Moses saying. Who said that in verse one? And Yahweh spake unto Moses saying,
1: so who's telling us to keep the Sabbath day from evening to evening? Yahweh No, Yahuwah's saying that. Let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 16, then. We're going to Deuteronomy 16 now, uh, Oh. See, one thing about the spirit of Yahuwah, he always runs into whatever he wants you to run into. That's why I say you miss a class, you miss a lot. But the 6 month camp, if they will miss, they'll go back over. They'll leave a pad and when time a point.
2: And the sixth day is in verse number 16, verse 6 of Deuteronomy. Hmm. Deuteronomy chapter 16, verse 6. Right. But at the place which the YHWH, thy YHWH, Yahweh, shall choose to place his name in, there thou shalt sacrifice the Passover at evening, at the going down of the S-U-N. At the season that thou camest forth out of Egypt,
1: so all the feast days, all the Sabbath days, will be will be when all the feast the days, go- all the Sabbath days will be according to at at what?
2: At the going down of the sun.
1: No, it says at what? Look at the three Bibles. At what? Okay. It what?
2: Okay, I lost my scripture. Oh, uh, sixteen verse six. Oh, okay. Sixteen. It what? Right. me
1: well, say 16. six
2: seven.
1: Sixteen verse six, where
2: it says at what? All the things they uh, all the things. Eve-
1: what that at means? Eve- Go ahead.
2: At evening, at the going down of the sun.
1: Stop right there. Read that again. Now take your time, dog. Because remember, you're edifying the National Order and the 690 Council. The Sabbath day and the feast day is when? At
2: evening. Even.
1: Yes.
2: At the going
1: down of the
2: sun. Hey, that's
1: drunk. So, y'all, while Sabbath day... It's three Day dog. Take your time. The world listen. listening. It's over 900,000 strong. Look at WCC say. See, it's more than 900,000 strong. but we're going to tell you how many. More than that. Listen, do good. Teaching it's your good. loved ones about the Sabbath day that y'all want to teach you to you. You've got to show what it means. Sabbath day is after the sixth day. And the sixth day means what time at what?
2: At evening, at the going down of the sun.
1: And when you start seeing the sun go down, you know what time the Sabbath day is. When the sun go down, that is the beginning of the Sabbath day. That's all we got to do. Look at our car window, look at the window. When the sun set on the sixth day, that is the Sabbath day, the going down. Down of the sun Now he gonna tell one of his big followers At 132 Mars. You you will tell one of his great big followers What do you tell his great big followers In Mark 132
2: Mark chapter 1 Mark Mark chapter 1 verse 32 and that evening, when the S-U-N did set, they brought job it to it him. Is him. It
1: it when it's evening, again, read again, all I want. Is
2: when, when it's evening. When the sun do
1: set. When the sun do set. That's evening. Soon you see the sun down, that's evening. Soon you look out the window, anybody laying in the bed, look out the window, oh, the sun set. That means that's the changing of the day. That's the changing of the day when the sun sets. That's all we got to do. Look out our window. And now we know when the sixth day kick in, they got a pagan name on the call Friday. They got a pagan name on all the days. But we go through one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So when that pagan day kick in on that Friday, on that Thursday, well, whatever. On that sixth day. When the sun set on the sixth day, then I know it's what day, daughter Yahweh.
2: The Sabbath day.
1: And the Sabbath day means what what time it starts?
2: At even unto even the going down of the sun.
1: At even to even the going down of the sun. So that's how you know when you're keeping the Sabbath day right. Wherever you're in the world. Oh, you gotta remember the sixth day. Well, the sixth day, well, y'all might call it in another land, is another name. You might call it in Germany another name. But once thing is bound the summer game. When the sixth day kick in, the sun out there and all them sixth days. But when that song start leaving, you go into the seventh day. Seventh day changes with the seventh day. When they're going down on the sun. That's when you worship Yahweh. On his feast days, it's on the Sabbath, when it's going down the sun. On this regular feast day, it's a going down the sun. On this high day, same thing. When the sun sets, that's when you go off into the day. Go to nineteen thirty one of St. John. Now. No. no. Yaqua
2: is in on nineteen thirty one of St. John. I'm gonna come be there in a the minute. I have to say, cleanse my soul.
1: So, the word of Yahuwah takes care of this. All we got to do is remember one thing. If Yahuwah said this, you tell them all the ones that call secretary to listen to what I say. Go with what I say. When you're doing the Sabbath day and the feast day, whenever the sun sets, that's when <laughs> I want you to sleep. In the sunset, oh, all my feet stopped in the sunset.
2: What is it? Feast day, regular holiday, or even a just day? 1931. What it say? Saint John, 1931. What it say? Saint John, 1931. the Yacht, the Israelites, y'all died Judah therefore because it was a preparation that the body should not remain upon the tree on the Sabbath day. For that Sabbath day was not high day. Beside you know, Pilate. That
1: Sabbath was a, a high day. So it's high day. It's revel Day. They had to get him off the tree before that high day kicking. Because they had a high day like they got, it's called like, you got Christmas, Easter, Thanksgiving, like you got all these pagan days coming up right now, they call that the holiday for the world. So so happens, the high day kicked in right before, the, right after the regular Sabbath. Then the high day kicked in the next cast. So that next time that sun went down again, you was off in the high day. So you finished your regular Sabbath day, and then you kicked in on that high day. It's getting down before the sun before that high day kick in. Because all the Yaquah's feet all the Yaquah's Sabbath day starts when the sun sets. All we got to do is look out our window. And say, what time do it start? Look out your window when the sun sets. Everything he do is when the sun sets. Let's take a look at what happened. He had a big fear. He had one job to do. Let's see what he had to do in Luke chapter one there. He had one job to do. Well, he had one job to do. Let's see what Luke his job What one. One uh, Well, hold on. hold on. In Luke Chapter one, he had only one job to do. Let's see what his one job would he had. He had one job to do. He he had one job to do. He done it good. Let's see what the one job that he did. And Luke chapter one, we are picking up at verse number ten. Think verse 10. Luke
2: one ten. We read. out one, one Luke chapter one verse Luke. ten. Mm-hmm. And the whole multitude of the people were praying without at the time of incense. Mm-hmm. Verse eleven. Yes. And there appeared unto him and ministering spirit of the Y.H.W.H. Yachwa, standing on the right side of the altar of incense. Good. Verse 12. 12.
1: 12. Now, back up
2: to verse 8. let find out why, did, why did that angel come in at him. Verse 8 and 9. Verse 8 and 9. And it came to pass that while he executed the priest's office before the Y.H.W.H. Yachwa in the order of his court, Verse nine. According to the custom of the priest's office, his lot was to burn incense when he went into the temple of the Y H W A Jaqua. So people outside they wait for here,
1: He's waiting on the to get up there and turn the lights on. So his only job was to get to the temple in the dark and put the lights on. So they didn't come in. The people was out there already. But they was waiting for the old to get there and turn the lights on. But they can come in. See? because they knew that the light to be turned on because everything y'all do when it comes out of his temple these days is when the sun sets. See, you got people, you got people in a lot of Israelite camps today, big count. They do their these days, like 12 o'clock p.m., 11 o'clock. Well, you know, we do it early because the big, tide tells you don't want it to disturb anybody. you doing it wrong, brother you do not to do no feast day, no Sabbath day, no worship for to the sunset. You carry to the sunset. That's when you do Yahuwah's day. So Zachariah came to the temple, and his job was to light up the temple to get the lights on. Because if people was outside, they were ready. They were waiting. And no angel met him in there, too. Angel met him up in there, too. Met him. Hey. You the people out there waiting, to get the lights on when people come up in there. Mm-hmm. So if job oh, was to burn in, turn the lights on. And the people was ready to come in because all the Yopla be saved, all the Yopla Saturday stars at evening. What do evening mean to call the Bible? Going down the sun. That's when you make your move and take care of there at the evening. when. Going down regular Saturday, when you see the 6th day, through the sunset, it's a Saturday. Keep that Saturday from that evening until the next evening. And that's the end of it. So when the sun set, that's why classes now, now they don't twist the time on so bad now, nah, they don't turn the back of the house. Now you got to be running in a hurry. So the sun's going out now, so fast before you sit down, the sun's going But so when the sun sets, that's the end of the crash. You ain't got to do it without the window. Oh, the sun is going down. We're well, up here in the clouds, then. See? So that's how Yahweh has made it for us, you understand. The sun says, that is the beginning of the Sabbath. Oh, you see. You got do it without the window. You got to look no closer than your window. Yeah, you know that. All right. So, so we on the way of taking some. Now, now you're working with Yopla. So now, let's go back. Uh, I told you, daughter, your daughter Yopla I have me something waiting on me in Acts chapter 23, 1 through 5. What does it say? Acts 23, 1 through 5.
2: You Acts 23, 1 through 5.
1: 1 through 5.
2: Er- And Paul earnestly, earnestly beholding the council, said, Men and brethren, I have lived in all good conscience before YHWH Yachua till this day. Verse 2. And the high priest and Ananias commanded them that stood by him to smite him in the mouth. Verse 3. Then said Paul to him, YHWH Yachua shall smite you. Thou... Whited wall For sittest thou to judge me After the law And commandest me to be smitten Contrary to the law Verse 4 And they that stood by Said revalid thou Y-A-W-A-Jafwa High priest Verse 5 Then said Paul I was not brethren That he was the high priest For it is written Thou shalt not speak evil of the ruler of thy people.
1: So what Paul did? Paul got to a place where it was something that they were teaching on. He didn't go along with it. And he not trying to open his mouth. And uh, the high priest said, hey, go to and hit, hit Paul in his mouth. Go get him in his mouth. So Paul got hit in the mouth. Paul got mad behind him getting in the mouth. He said, why are you hitting me in my mouth? He said, well, don't you know you got service going on? It's a crazy time for everything. thing, thing to your mouth. Then, it done on Paul in verse five. Hey, daughter, it on Paul something in verse five. After, after he got hit in his mouth, then it, it came to Paul's attention about verse five again. What's it in verse five? Daughter, y'all
2: Acts chapter 23, verse 5. Then said Paul, I wish not, brethren, that he was the high priest, for it is written, thou shalt not speak evil of the ruler of thy people.
1: So you can't do that. So you can't also just speak out of terms because something you don't like. There's always a time and a place. Paul forgot that although he didn't agree, the high priest, you still gotta you can't speak evil against leadership. you can't do it. that's why he got hit it in his mouth. then it done on Paul's mind oh, I ain't going to do that anyway. I folks read it and called him to the side and say oh I don't that what you said I don't agree with that but that. you just blot it out in the middle of the class do so he say it's written oh, 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 oh where's it in that daughter Let's so Exodus twenty-two verse twenty-eight. Let's see where it's written that that after Paul got hit in his mouth, then he remind him that I didn't focus on my mouth while the service was going on? What is written at twenty-two twenty-eight
2: of Exodus? acts twenty-eight. Thou shalt not rebel, the Yahuwah nor curse the ruler of your people.
1: You say you don't do. It. You might not you might disagree with something, but you gotta know how to call them to the side. Especially if you catch a teacher, something that you don't agree with, you just don't blot it out. Because then that puts sins over your head. He said it, it dawned on me after I got hit in my mouth by them other big dignitaries, I pulled and waited before I ran in my mouth. But sometimes we have a tendency to get so hot. To run out of my mouth and break up the whole class <laughs> just because something I don't agree with. No, go your peace. Wait until the proper time. And Paul got hit in the mouth. Then it dawned on him. how am supposed to do that. How am just blot out something because I don't agree with it. I got to know how to write it down and see can we